Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these adventures in any order and can skip any you don't enjoy. Today, we are playing using the combat mechanics from a game called Iron Sworn by Sean Tompkin. It's our first time playing, so we might make some mistakes. If you enjoy these mechanics, you can find Iron Sworn on www.ironsworn.rpg.com for absolutely free. Build your own Iron Sworn character and play a game with friends. I am the Oracle this evening, and I will be describing the adventure for my friends. Speaking of friends, today we are joined by Rufus. Oh, hey, hello, it's me, Rufus, uh, old, not that old, admittedly, pirate of the ocean, specifically. I am a, uh, I am a middle-aged human man with mutton chops, salt and pepper hair, and I have teal coats and just so many belts. Like, there's belts that do things, and then there's belts that are just there for looks, but just covered in belts. I have a hook for a hand, maybe not for long, and, uh... And uh, an eye patch covering me eye. And that's me. We also have Euphemia. Hey. Uh, so my goal with Euphemia this season is that I've been watching a Sofia Vergara clip, mostly from the Ellen show. There's so many clips. And I'm trying to just like emulate her accent so I can learn a new one. There are some accents that I know, and that's not one of them. So I'm adding to my repertoire. But for you guys, it means you have to suffer through a poorly <laughs> practiced, ill-conceived idea. You're welcome. And for this episode, I'll say, what do you call a, a what do you call a contract killer who has retired? I don't know, Euphemia. What do you call them? <laughs> An ex-terminator. Oh. Because <laughs> today I'm killing bugs. That's why I'm in your house. <laughs> Rocks fall. <laughs> Everyone dies. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah. Um, and then, last but certainly not least, we are joined by Avarice. Howdy there. The name's Avarice, but some people call me Ava. Now, people can recognize me everywhere now because I'm a sheriff, but yeah, I'm pretty short, but five foot two with purple skin, and I've got wings, black with red accents, and white hair. Usually dyed it black, but today I didn't bother. Um,. Yeah, I I usually wear something black. Oh yeah, I have two dragons. You'll probably see them later. They're hiding right now. But yeah, that's me, Avarice. Well, good to meet you, Avarice, and everyone else. Uh, let's get right down to it. You all find yourselves in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall. The guild is a large building with a bar, a sitting area with wooden tables and chairs, and a wall with a cork board and job flyers posted. What are the three of you doing? Hmm... I would be wrestling with um, one of my dragons, probably. This would be the stained glass one. So you see one that's like pretty small, but the size of a medium-sized parrot. It's, it's, it's trying to grab like at the pins of the job board because it's hungry. I haven't fed it the gold that it wanted. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just trying to like, I'm just like, nope, not for you to eat. Get, get out of there. I want to read the flyer. Malum. Yeah, th th that's what Everest is doing right now. <laughs> Right, and being made of glass, right? Yes, he is made out of stained glass. So quite slippery as well, I would assume. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> that sounds like quite the uh, uh, the job already. And we haven't even gotten started yet. Uh, Rufus, what are you doing? So, Avarice, you look to your right, and at the edges of the job board, there's a posting, and I have on my hand a wooden articulated... <laughs> like fingered glove that I haven't figured out how to like make move of from my mind yet so I'm using my other hand to pinch papers and I'm trying to grab things because underneath of the wooden glove is just a hook and a missing hand so I'm trying to like use it but I haven't quite and I'm I keep muttering to myself like almost got it so that's what I'm doing <laughs> Yeah, um, (laughs) I don't think Melon would be interested in that hand, but I think that my other dragon, uh, Penny, would. She's a little (laughs) tiny black dragon, and she she comes out of her hiding place under my wing, and she's just, like, poking at it. She's a little black dragon with purple wings. (laughs) Be careful now. This is precious to me. Penny. Now, we don't do that to the fire-breathing kittens, okay? Yeah, like, the the thing that I showed you last time. No, 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 no. (laughs) Then I just, like gather try to gather my two dragons back to me uh so uh as avarice is uh herding dragons um in a in a you know the colloquial we would use here herding cats uh we the camera pans to euphemia what are you doing euphemia the camera pans across the guild hall to nusi the bartender and rodolfo the chef in the kitchens and to everybody else in the room, but you don't see Euphemia. <laughs> Do we need to find her? <laughs> no, I mean, if you see me, I'm doing something wrong. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, can real quick, what were the name of the dragons? Um, so Malum is a stained glass one, a very colorful one, and Penny is the black one. Okay, thank you. Um, so... I'm going to look at the job board and look over at Avarice and say, Well, what do you think? Anything good on here today? I'm bored. So are you checking the job board, Rufus, or are you asking to do it? I'm asking (laughs) because I'm too bored to really care. I just want to be preoccupied with your glove trying to get that dexterity back. Trying to get that pinch going. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I, I'll be looking at the job board. That, that's why I went there in the first place. <laughs> but then, yeah, my little companions okay. had other ideas. <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily a slow quest day. There were other notices on the board. However, many of them have been clawed beyond legibility at this point uh, because of uh, your uh, stained glass friend. So uh, only one seems to be. Uh, holding on uh, and it's actually kind of cool looking it uh, it actually smells of some pretty fragrant spices some pretty strong kind of uh, curry and uh, kind of exotic things that wouldn't necessarily be uh, found in more kind of uh, European style uh, fantasy uh, settings and on that flyer uh, it looks to be a promotion uh, with a big uh, graphic of a uh, man in armor 
uh, standing uh, on top of a empty helmet, like one foot kind of Captain Morgan style, hands on hips, looking very heroic. And on the top banner, it says, uh, come and see feats of strength and bravery at the Mausil Arena. Admission is free to drink minimum. And then below the graphic, it also says in more, less decorative uh, uh, lettering, uh, challengers at the arena are always welcome. Test your metal against the likes of Thoibon Al-Afea or Basala Batal. Now, when it says two drink minimum, are you are you thinking that they give out at least two drinks for free, or do we have to buy two drinks minimum to get into a free tournament? Oh because no, you gotta you gotta buy two drinks. It's like arguably, it's like a ticket system. All right. Well, their use of free is sort of subjective then. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything on that flyer about? how to attend or is there like groups or anything like that? Like, how do you, as in like how to to get there? Figure it out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly that. Um, if you investigate the flyer further, uh, there is a, there is says, you know, see reverse side, uh, for geographic information. Uh, okay. But it's on the board. I can't make you do nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take it down before Malum claws it to shreds and just be like, um, here, well, here's one. <laughs> and then so, yeah, we'll investigate it. Okay, so as you look at it, Rufus, you can see the map on the back. Um, and you also see the two dragons hopping at the bottom of the page. <laughs> Just like trying to get at it. it. Yeah. The and legs I, are dangling. I hold it away from them enough <laughs> that they don't get it. And I'm kind of holding it up to the light a little bit to get a better look at the map. Is it mm-hmm. clear where we need to go? Yeah, it's um, it's actually north uh, of uh, Nikamui. Uh, you need it to actually jump on a train again. Oh, uh, to, boy. yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Rufus. As soon as there, I see the train thing. You see Rufus go pale <laughs> and start shaking a little bit with the, <laughs> the letter. I show up with three train passes. Oh boy. You've, uh, I don't know. The last time I did this, it was literally the scariest thing I've ever done. I don't like trains. Canonically. It can make you <laughs> unconscious if you want. <laughs> I, I had to take a train for about an hour to get here. Roll the I didn't have unconscious part back. You can make me. Is this like with magic, or is this with, you know? The old uh, severe head trauma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the physical variety. I take out a little bit of powder and I get a beer from the bar and I put it in the beer and I'm like, you want this? Like gesturing to you? Like I, drink it right before you drink it right before you get on the train. Okay. Heck yeah. <laughs> I have no problems with questionable liquids. Actually, call back. I just get a beer because there was an episode called Birthday Lament where I got beers that could knock people out for about three hours. I just get that beer. It's in my inventory. I have one for Love you. Love it. Oh, okay. perfect. I actually possess this legit. I All didn't right. think I'd be using it on a friend. I hand you the flyer and take the beer with my one good hand. And I say, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy now. That's, that's all I needed. Um, so, Rufus... I will um, definitely allow you to 
have this effect take place on you without a save if you're willing for it for the effect but if you do feel like you would try to resist the effect i will let you roll a save for it i mean <laughs> no i'm just gonna let it happen <laughs> nice <laughs> No question, but I will. I will at least wait until we're like at the train's doorstep, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So you're Not sitting down right there. now in the middle of the guild. Don't make us carry you there. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. You might take fall damage. Yeah. All right. So I will. Uh, I will pocket the beer for now. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sealed. Go. I actually. This is legit. I just forgot. But like in the episode "Birthday Lament," I actually did get these to go. Um, <laughs> So to go cups of beer from weeks ago. Yeah, it's Love like it. a growler. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. yeah. All right. I'm in for it. Okay. So with your beer, your tickets, and a sense of adventure, uh, I take it that you guys head to the train station? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, you make it there with no issue at all. Uh, however, it is raining outside. It's kind of a dreary day. Not much. Uh, it it's a springtime rain, but it's still got the the old nip of winter in there still. So you know better times are on the horizon, but right now you're still stuck in the in the uh, seasonal affective disorder era, and you're at the train station, just like sopping wet. Rufus steps up, looks at his companions, and goes like makes the motion with his hands to like is now should you suppose that now should be the time that I what do you guys think <laughs> I really don't like trains <laughs> when join your chair maybe oh oh you want to get on board for, yeah, I suppose that'd yeah, be smart perhaps you should get on board yeah, no. because I, I I'm not gonna drag you on it no <laughs> I, like strength is just, it's just not my thing <laughs> no <laughs> okay alright do we? The, the train comes rolling into the station, uh, making noises as loud steam trains do. Um, I assume two of you would be fine with that. Rufus, are you okay, buddy? No, not at all. Uh-oh. It's bringing back uh, drama. I think we're going to need the first roll of the evening. Okay. Um, I need you to roll. So in Iron Sworn, there are five attributes, which have parallels to other traditional TTRPG systems. Um, there is edge, which is, uh, pertains to dexterity, uh, flexibility, physical quickness. We have heart, which is your courage and your ability to speak to people. Uh, we have iron, which is physical endurance and physical strength. Uh, it also affects melee combat. Um, shadow, which is a combination of deceit and nefarious tactics so sneaking as well as lying to people. And then we have wits, which is your awareness and your uh, ability to understand information. So Rufus. Uh, oh, the other thing about Iron Sworn is that it does uh, give the players a lot of agency. So yes, I can call for a save and I can tell Rufus what he has to roll. Or I can let him explain, given those descriptions and, and, and those categories, how he would like to roll. Oh, boy. Why don't you start it off for this one? <laughs> okay. Um, which one is better out of your heart or your iron, Rufus? Two ones. <laughs> Two ones. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say you're going to use your courage. Uh, okay. So that's going to be a heart roll. So the rolls in Iron Sworn are always the same. 
you roll a d6, which you add your ability modifier to, plus any other additional modifiers that you may get from assets, but we'll get to those later. Um, and two d10s. So, Rufus, can you roll two d10s for me, please? Uh, remind me, a zero is a ten? Yes. Okay, so I got a ten and a three on my two d10s. Oh, no. So, Rufus rolled a ten and a three. Oh, uh, no. um, That is quite a wide range at, mm-hmm. from three to ten. Now, the way Iron Sworn works is you need to... Uh, so there's three different outcomes. There is a strong hit, which the roll of your D6 plus your attribute modifier, um, if it is higher than the higher D10, that is a strong hit, which means you do what you're uh, trying to do and there's no re- there's no complications. If anything, it might actually have an extra wrinkle of awesomeness. A weak hit you still succeed in what you're trying to do, but there is a further complication. There are tables in the literature, or if you're playing with an oracle, the oracle can also um, come up with a more relevant uh, uh, outcome for that. And then on a miss, something bad happens. Um, when we get if there if the two numbers on the d10s are the same, that's a match, and we'll get to that later, hopefully, with something really cool. So Rufus, roll your d6 and add your heart modifier. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a three plus one is four. Okay, hey, so it, at least it wasn't a three or below. Yes, that's true. So Rufus scored between three and ten, meaning that he has a weak hit. So the roll was to not become a blubbering mess in front of a steam train, <laughs> which you succeed. However, it was a weak hit, so there's a wrinkle that I now get to. Uh, <laughs> To, to to throw at him. So the steam train comes rolling into the station, sounding its horn. You're about to drop your uh, your growler uh, onto oh. the floor where it shatters, um, where, where it would have shattered, but <laughs> you're able to hold on. However, uh. you are shaking, and it still has a possibility of slipping out of your fingers. Uh... uh. I look at my companions and I say, I don't think I can do this. I don't know. I'm I'm just not sure. Uh, and I start to back up a little bit um, from the train uh, booth. I don't know how trains work, clearly. Um, <laughs> the front door of the train. Yeah, of the and, car. Yes, that's the word. And, um, <laughs> and I, you guys see me kind of back away. Oh boy. Um, what does the party do? You see your friend take one step towards the car, get all shaky, and then step back onto the platform. What would um what would an evil devil girl but who also wants to have a party and make money do? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I mean I, I do have a cracked <laughs> alcohol in my hands. Yeah, that you're not drinking. Yeah, that I'm too scared to drink. Um hmm. Well, I, I, I will, um, should I do? I'm, I'm going to try to, like, it's just like, should I make a, a, a loud, a louder sound on the train whistle to drown it out? Mm, well, not. I mean, to, <laughs> he would drop to, to be, the growler. Yeah, to be clear, the, the whistle is over. He was able to keep it together while the whistle blew. Now it's just getting over my fear yeah. of boarding the train. 
Mm-hmm. Like the platform to this guy looks like a cliff and the gap between the car and the platform looks like you couldn't even I, make it even if he ran and jumped. Yep, I just don't trust them. There's no <laughs> waves, there's no sails, there's no... You don't even see if there's a captain. Who knows? It's They're just little death boxes. <laughs> in, in Potion Commotion, we anointed him with water and salt. It's <clears throat> true, and I closed my eyes the entire time. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I know. Okay, so um, Avarice doesn't really know what to do in this situation because she doesn't experience like um, human feelings like that. She has no sense of empathy, um, but her dragon Penny does, and it also has the ability to telepathically communicate. So Penny is gonna fly over to, um, to, to to Rufus and just try to like act like cute and like soothe him a bit, like convey like soothing messages, and then like convey an image of um, like him just being on the train and then just falling asleep i guess so Pen- penny can speak to other people or just you telepathically um she's a pseudo dragon and pseudo dragons like they, they have like a telepathic range of 10 feet or something like that oh in, so like, anybody system yeah so like whoever whoever she chooses basically. okay what does what does penny sound like i can i can do penny if you want me to be to do penny <laughs> She can only convey, convey like emotions and images and uh, stuff like that. She doesn't really speak. Um, but yeah, she'd just be like conveying, tried to convey like calming emotions. Oh, okay. And how big is this dragon? Uh, pr- pretty small. Again, like the size of like a medium sized parrot, maybe a foot ish so, long. Like an I, African gray? Yeah, like an African gray, maybe, or an Amazon. Okay. What is I like? A large I had this parrot? image of macaw. A, <laughs> I had an image of the dragon like crawling up my body. And like grabbing me by the face and like looking me six inches away eye to eye with a dragon as it telepathically bonds with me. Uh. And I'm like, this is weirder than the train. And I'm somehow I'm okay with it. And I cautiously board the train looking through the, looking directly at the dragon and not where I'm going. <laughs> Okay, Rufus, you are able to find a seat if you would like to, with Penny <laughs> gripping you by the beard. Yeah, just like staring. <laughs> by the mutton chops, I should say. Just, uh, hey, ooh, man. The mutton chops, yes. Hey, man, it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, like, she, she looks terrifying, but she's trying to be as, like, cute and innocent as she can. <laughs> it's like that. Looks like looks like it kill you is a cinnamon roll kind of situation <laughs> with Penny. Oh, yeah, like... Like Did the, you just compare <laughs> something that looks like it can kill you but is cute to a cinnamon roll? Yeah, yep. it's yeah. a Is that term. a thing? Yeah, That's a in meme. Korea. That's, yeah. Wow. <laughs> cinnamon rolls are people who are just like... Yeah, need to be protected at all costs because yeah. they're oh, so not pure. like the pastry. Yeah. No, no, like the pastry. No, yeah. because, no but I mean, not. Sweet. we're not talking about a pastry right now. Yeah. There's no cinnamon roll anywhere to be seen. Um, <laughs> the, tro- the, the, the trolley has not come yet. Um, <laughs> there, there's a dragon on your face giving you good vibes while you're looking into its eyes, which are like the depths of hellfire. Love it. Uh, but it's still working. Uh, you are you are calmed. Well, then I will I will not drink the beer then, and I will save that puppy, or I'll give it back to Euphemia if she demands it. Oh, I've got an unlimited supply. Don't you worry. Oh, I know where to get more. I am keeping that one for <laughs> now. Okay, you if you have one, not added I'll it, that. yeah. I know where if the source you is. <laughs> haven't added it to your inventory yet, by all means, please do. Okay. I uh, just... Um, so you're just... 
can Penny sit on... Okay, hang on, phrasing. <laughs> can Penny uh, be in front of Rufus's face? For the duration of uh, the I see, ride. I see what you did there with your mm. wording. Or is Penny going to like chill somewhere Probably else? Probably got claws and stuff, right? Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does have claws. The whole time? Oh, oh yeah, she does. I have just claws, have the thousand yard stare at this dragon for like hours <laughs> as we go wherever we need to go. Yeah, yeah she's mean, also, uh, she's a black dragon, which is like the scariest looking ones in my opinion. Yeah, she has like golden eyes. Um, and she's like black and purple kind of. Yeah, she she is she would be like the scariest looking but of the tiny dragons. No, <laughs> they're Love cute it. voids, like yeah. toothless. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean if if you want her to stay on you, she will. If you um if, if you don't, because she can also like sense your thoughts and emotions, essentially. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean I'm gonna want that <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah, no, then then, then she'll stay. <laughs> yeah. You want me to stay right here? I can if you want me to. <laughs> never, never take your eyes off of my eyes <laughs> while we are on this train. I need I won't this. even blink. <laughs> I won't even blink. Terrifyingly comforting. Yeah. <laughs> you see Penny's draconic third eyelid that they use to keep wind out of their eyes when they fly just like wet the eye and come back. But, <laughs> but I can see through it still. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Let's do it. Okay. On the train, everyone else is fine. Okay. Um, the trolley comes around with real cinnamon rolls if anybody would like to buy one. If not, we can just get to where we need to go. I, I like physically revile at them. <laughs> I mean, Avarice does. <laughs> she does not like sweets. <laughs> okay, good to know. Avarice does not like sweets. Well, only way she likes them is burnt to a charcoal. <laughs> nice. Okay. I mean, you have dragons. Anyone yep. have fire breath? Um, Penny does. Penny can. Okay, if, so if you, you you could make it how you like it, but you don't have to. Uh, so with uh, with cinnamon rolls denied, uh, we make it to uh, the city of Mausil. And by the time that you get... So I'm not going to go into detail about it, but from Nicomoy all the way to Mausil, uh, you go through a range of ecosystems because Mausil is in the desert. So you go through... Nicomoy into temperate rainforests um, all the way to the other side of the mountains where the desert is. And you see very much like Las Vegas, just in the middle of nowhere because of uh, humanoid ingenuity. Someone decided, I'm going to build a cool city there. And there it was where no city should be. There is an awesome city. And uh, you pull into the station. The train stops, and uh, you can safely uh, disembark if you wish. I, without taking my eyes off the dragon, I say, Now, Avarice, what's, like, the safe word here? Is there, like, do I need to say something to get the dragon to... I guess it can sense my thoughts. I say, Penny, we're good. Okay. You wanted a safe word? Both parties need to agree on it. Otherwise, it doesn't work. I do love consent, so let's think of a safe mm-hmm. word. We can chat about that. Okay. You and me, next time we're on trains. <laughs> okay, but you want me off you now? Yes. Okay. 
And then uh, Penny just releases the mutton chops <laughs> and flutters back over to my uh, beard is just like sticking out wildly on the side oh, yeah. now there's, from like dragon definite, claws. <laughs> there's definitely two specific like the, the the your facial hair is must for sure but there's definitely two that two kind of tufts that were sticking right out <laughs> with like little like hand imprints love it like grooves in them from the amount of time that you're on this train for love it Sounds i look good, like, crazy now th- that's a good look for you um dragons can be real stylist if you want if they if they want to Oh yeah! By, by the way, my my safe word with uh with Penny is bite me. <laughs> Seems like a double-edged sword. All right, and I run off the train as fast as possible. Uh, you, uh, despite it looking like it's really far away from the platform, you make it onto the platform rather safely. Sweet. And you find me already there. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'll just be like. Wait, when did you get? When did you get here? Wait, are you feel me? Were you on the train? <laughs> do, do, do I know you? <laughs> you gave you me the beard. I feel like I've seen you before. I, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, uh, Euphemia, Do you look different than when you were at the guild hall, or do you look the same? No, man. I just walked off the train and nobody noticed. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> I get like, it. I'm wearing your standard Terminex exterminator jumpsuit. <laughs> nobody cared. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's like okay. stealth, and then there's like no one cares stealth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Social stealth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> you guys get into uh, Mausil, and uh, you see some tall buildings uh, already from the platform. Uh, you can already make out the Colosseum, which looks very similar to Earth's Roman Colosseum, only not broken down. It's basically what the Colosseum would look like had it. Uh, been maintained or if we were back in its heyday in in, in uh, ancient Rome. Uh, you see all kinds of stalls made out of um, uh, stone or packed mud uh, with um, uh, different colored uh, what is it? When awnings, awnings, canvas awnings, mm-hmm. multicolored canvas awnings. Uh, over top shading wares and also the people looking at these wares because it is quite warm. You've left uh, the somewhat depressing, some people like the rain, uh, but the cold and the rain and the oppressive cloud cover, it is now sunny, it is nice, it is a dry heat, and uh, it actually feels quite nice if you like that sort of thing. Rufus is like... (coughs) It's so dry. I don't understand. I need water. Is there is there a water cart <laughs> nearby? There are, there are all kinds of uh, water vendors and other drink vendors. All right. Uh, some of them have uh, glass bottles that they uh, that 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 have the water. Uh, they are very expensive. Some might say overpriced. Uh, and then you have uh, just a communal uh, basin with a gourd that has been hollowed out that you can just scoop from there and drink directly. Yeah, no, I'm not about consumerism. I head for the vat of water, <laughs> for lack of a better term, and I douse myself in the face with some water and drink it up. Okay. Can I check um, it for bugs? 
<laughs> you absolutely after, may. <laughs> you absolutely may. <laughs> and information, maybe. Yes, oh, I no, was no, going to say. Plus wits. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kidding. back out on it now. Yeah. I'm going to face the danger of these bugs. <laughs> that, that's that's Rufus might be, but we don't know if there's bugs yet. Um. Yeah. Roll. Roll a uh, gather information check. Uh, am I not securing an advantage against these bugs? Because uh, you I know might, them, if I can you can explain them. it to me. If you can explain it to me, then yes, I will let you secure an advantage. I'm thinking in bug think. I'm like identifying their their food sources. And Fine I'm sugar. Removing All you them. can think of is sugar. You should have bought a cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I Water will let is more you secu- important than sugar. <laughs> I will let you secure an advantage um, <laughs> because I like the idea of it. You got to so outsmart the like, bugs. Become the bug. <laughs> become the bug. Yeah, reject <laughs> um, murder. Become bug. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll. Uh, so for everyone who doesn't have the, what is it called? The play the- kit in front of them. That was me trying to use shadow because that's my actual skill and not wits, which is not at all my skill. And so it says, when you roll, you get a d6, which is your action dice, plus your stat, which is wits, which is, or no, shadow, thank goodness, which is plus three, plus any adds that you have. And I'm not sure what would adds be. Like, my preparedness as an exterminator, I've outsmarted bugs before, or like, what's adds? When I think of ads, um, I interpret it as like uh, assets that might give you an extra additional point to it, um, like mechanically. So unless otherwise stated, or I mean, as the Oracle, I can I can do whatever I want. So I can give you an advantage if I really like the flavor. Um, I feel like the advantage I'm giving you is letting you secure an advantage in the first place. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So then that's a four on the dice plus three is seven. And I've got two D10s and one of them was an eight. Seriously. So that means that I only beat one of the dice, which was a six. Okay. Um, and you are trying to see if there's bugs. So you can, uh, you do uh, accurately uh, assess that there are no bugs in this water. Um, however... Uh, you do see a uh, kind of a scrungly, scraggly guy walk up with his hand outstretched towards Rufus, and he goes, Hello, uh, donations are appreciated for water. You take, you leave something. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I, I'd like I to see. know, I get plus one momentum because mm-hmm. I'm going to need that to reject a dice later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I'm going to like apprehend the guy's hand because i see it coming right so i catch it at the wrist okay and it's it's sort of like he didn't see me coming and i've caught his wrist and the hello you pay for water guy um who's asking for a favor i think i'm gonna kick out his ankle and hold him by the wrist so that he's dangling from my hand okay um yes so let me see what that might be under combat oh no that sounds very combatic to me (laughs) or combat focused you kicked a man and you're going to be holding him at a disadvantage um i'm gonna need a enter the fray uh rule um let's see roll to determine who's control Mm, if you're going for a grab i'm just gonna say you can have control because he was looking at Rufus, not you, and you're an assassin. So you're fast. 
So I need I have a stri- an exterminator, please. Yes. An so I need a. Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say that I'm moving into position against an unaware foe or striking without warning? Uh, yes, I would <laughs> cool. say that. For all and the players I'm, or listeners out there, that means I can roll plus shadow. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it's a strike um, to kick the guy's leg because you have the upper hand. So when you have when you have the upper hand or the initiative, you can strike. When you don't, it's called a clash. And a clash is trying to get the initiative back so you can strike. So, uh, Euphemia, uh, go ahead and uh, make your rolls and we'll see what happens. What happens is I'm super bummed with the system because Uh-oh. I got a 10 on one of these dice. What the heck? You roll 2d10, and if you get a 10, you just gotta like die, I guess. Don't I roll don't so good, yo. <sighs> um, so one of the dice was a two, and one of the dice was a 10, which means mm-hmm. it doesn't it like doesn't matter what I'm adding to this because although it, I am adding three, well, don't you still get great. a weak hit though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so you it. are going to be able to grab this guy and kick him. Cool. But it says um, that inflict your harm and lose initiative. Yeah, which means that you kicked him. And although he goes down, he's actually able to move his hands so that he's grabbing your wrists. So you're grabbing each other's wrists, kind of like that, that cool Viking handshake. Mm. Um, mm. And although he is on one knee and you are on both feet. I So... Yeah, I go was ahead. gonna say I I go ho 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 hey ho I I could have given I just give him something if we don't have to fight. Yeah, save I, it I'm for the arena. <laughs> give him the knockout beer. That's exactly what I was gonna do. <laughs> is yeah. my basin? Is my basin? I let have water. You let have me. Here, something. As yeah, a man I, of I the like ocean, to. I understand liquids, and there's a sacred <laughs> bond between those who deal in water. And those who are thirsty. And so I look at the man and I say, you must be thirsty for something other than water. And I pull out the beer and I give it to him. He kind of looks at the beer, looks at you, looks at the water. <laughs> it's not water. It's, yeah, I'm, it's I'm beer. Gonna, yeah, I, I, oh. I want to jump in and say something. Uh-huh, go ahead, Avarice. <laughs> I, I'm just going to like, he, he's on the ground now, right? Kind of, he's, he's lower than me. Like, I'm pretty short, but he's lower than me at this point. <laughs> Yeah, he's a pretty tall dude, but he is on one knee. Okay. So as long as you're not, like, um, halfling-sized, you're taller than he is at this moment. Yeah, so I, I am going to um, step toward him. I have my wings spread out a little bit just so I'm dra- drawing them out in the sun, but, like, Describe I your wings for the audience, because I don't think that we did that. Oh, yeah. So I have, like, um, a pair of wings that are black but have, like, crimson a- accents. With the sun shining through them, they look almost, like, completely crimson. And, like, they're kind of missing feathers in some places, but, mm-hmm. like, you can see that they're wings, obviously. They, they are feathered. Um, like, they, they were wet by the rain, but, uh, like, I'm holding them out to kind of dry them. But I also mm-hmm. look very intimidating because, like, wings held out. And I use that to my advantage. I'm going to, like, stare down at him with my bright red eyes and just be like, how about this? You let us take your water and we'll leave you with your life. <laughs> we won't take my that from you. <laughs> goodness, I did not know this was the type of thing <laughs> So aggressive. <laughs> I love it. I, I've just back got my like pirate. Yeah. I don't have business. I don't have life. You take life away from me. I don't have business. So if we fight, we fight. If I lose, so be it. Um, by the way, your when you unfurl your wings, because there's water droplets on them, looks real cool and glistening because mm-hmm. the sun is so bright. Um, I need a check from you. And I'm going, because you're intimidating him, I'm going to need a 
your choice, but you have to show me the flavor uh, between iron or shadow. Because iron, you're being physically imposing, but shadow, you are using some kind of deceptive or brav- deception or bravado. Oh, definitely shadow. Um, okay, give me a shadow roll. Yeah, so then that, that's a, a roll to 10. Mm-hmm. Don't roll a 10. Four and a five. Oh, so close to our first match. <laughs> um, okay, um, I need you to roll a d6 and then add shadow to that number. Oh, um, so I rolled a five on the d6 and then my shadow's two, so that's seven. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that bad? Uh-oh. Uh, that's a strong hit. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so with a strong hit, uh, whatever the player was trying to accomplish happens and no wrinkles occur. So he, uh, although, okay, Euphema, you're holding onto his wrist, um, but he lets go of yours. He can't leave because you're still holding him, but he, he wants to leave now. Yeah. He's like, you, you take, uh, listen, you take a little water. I go sit back down. I, I chalk this up to uh, foreigners not knowing how things things work around here. Oh, the so, moment Rufus offered the beer that I gave him earlier, mm-hmm. I just wanted to see this play out. I let go of the wrist. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean the. Were, the, were you gonna say something? The, the the water like dripping off of my wings looks like blood because of like the crimson reflections. So yeah, like that, like yeah, I totally <laughs> probably look right. very scary right now. <laughs> I would like to pick this guy up, if that's acceptable to Euphemia. Like a baby? No, no, no. Just like up off the knee, <laughs> off his knee. Oh, like so help him up. up. Okay. Yeah. And I and I want to put my arm around him and I say, listen. Sometimes there's there's people that don't understand how it works, and I look back at my team. And I say, you did us a service, and I, I fully believe that we should do you a service as well. And so I guide him away, and I would like to try to give him the beer anyway <laughs> as, like, an apology for my team just, like, straight up attacking him. But secretly, I want to bamboozle this guy into drinking <laughs> a sleeping beer. Uh, he's going to take it. Okay, do I need to roll his thing, no, or he's just going to do it because he's so no, scared? No, this is totally within the realm of possibility. <laughs> okay, I'd like to like lead him to like a bench or something, so he's sitting down. Oh yeah, there's, and, they're seating. And well, then I, he was sitting on 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 his own seat. Okay, and uh, have him take a big old swig. Okay, um, so you're going to handle the beer. Uh, it's open already. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, he goes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, scary angel lady and uh, miss uh, kung fu fighter <laughs> onesie wearing something or yeah, other. It's a, she's an exterminator. It's, it's fine. <laughs> oh. Well, I have no bugs in my water. Which was why, why quite, I need, you know, five stars, really, for that. There's no bugs in that beer either. Ah. <laughs> Um, he, I know you don't have anything to drink cause he put the gourd down, but he's going to kind of hold it up to you a little bit, toast you a little bit, sit down. He just had a herring moment, but he did get paid for the water and it's actually a pretty good trade because it's, it's a, a lovely, uh, imported beer, uh, that he thinks he has. Um, and, uh, he's going to take a swig. Um, I'm not familiar with the beer. How much does he have to drink for him to be like out? A few sips. <laughs> oh, he's he's feeling it. 
and uh yeah so he he's hmm maybe maybe some more i i feel better i feel very loose right now you know you you're a good guy you know you <laughs> hey you know what they say loose lips sink ships i think i don't know how it applies but you should maybe just you know what throw another back there were two of them i think you should throw you should have two swigs I think I think my friend, my my new best friend, that you are right, and and he takes a sip and he's out. Perfect. Just dunk. And I would just like to catch the beer and like cap it and take it back as he falls. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the beer from Shireford upon Emu is strong. And I go back and I was like, well, that was a tactic. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> Euphemia and, and Avarice, I don't think you guys need to move any alignment because uh, this is definitely, I think, within both your wheelhouses. But I think, Rufus, you got to move some alignment, bud. Like, either more chaotic or more evil. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man's business. Oh, my gosh. Are we both chaotic evil? <laughs> I, I'm I neutral evil. <laughs> okay. Like, the, not one step. I, no, you guys are both, I think... You guys, I think, are acting within normal <laughs> ranges of your characters. We've got like a fallen angel and an assassin. So, I can't. Uh, bug yeah. assassin. Bug assassin, an assassin beetle, if you will. Um, and uh, and then we have yes, a pirate. But, yeah, uh, I'm doing yeah, a lot of like theft, you know, tr- of, of legitimate business. This wasn't haggling. Yeah. this wasn't. Uh, he wasn't trying to pull a fast one. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'll, uh, you know, it yeah, seems like today anything, might be a little bit more chaotic. <laughs> your morals have been a bit more, have been become more free. Let's put it that way. It's a callback to my pirate days because I've been hanging out with some, some more uh, morally north people. Didn't you, Everest, didn't you say you were a sheriff of some kind? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely yeah. got that position completely legally without any scruples. I mean, uh, yeah, I think, that was... Um, can we just, as a group, agree? Do have a very agree? strong opinion of law enforcement? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to take out my sheriff's badge and, and show them. It's just like, yeah, Sheriff of Dangan. I feel like any time you have choice. to, anytime you have to say, I got this legally, maybe... <laughs> It's not a great argument for whether or not you got it legally. As a pirate, I I know how you're trying to circumnavigate things there, but you know what? We got water. That guy got a great nap. I don't really see the loss here. Yeah, she, she just like winks at you and, and grins devilishly. I'm just like, now, stuff like that I might just have to recruit you next time I have an idea of like what, how I want to punish someone. Yeah, that, that that's some... Um, that can go in hell. I-, I can see that going down in hell. All right. Noted. So oh boy. where are we and why are we here again? <laughs> so you are in I, the I'm city of... I've... Oh, okay. Jeff, or I know, but <laughs> Rufus. Uh... <laughs> we are in the Mousy Arena. Challengers welcome against Foiban, Alafea, and I missed the third one, honestly. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, so actually, uh, Thwaybon Alafea is his first and last name. Oh, 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 oh. I missed um, the second one. Uh, Basala Batal. That's also a first and last name. Yeah, I'll say, well, I think we're here to um, kick some rear end and make some coin. 
And I think we do that at the at that big old Coliseum right there. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> now, can you give me a breakdown again of... Are we going to mess around with the, um, the path stuff much? Because, like, I'm trying to think how my fortune hunter thing, like, applies here. So, in Ironsworn, uh, when you create a character, you're quote-unquote build is determined by assets that you get to pick um there are companions which are which are like what avarice has which are some dragons uh we have paths which are somewhat like classes or subclasses and then we also have um what else do we have we have equipment or fighting we have some fighting styles like Mm -hmm. archers and and uh, sword uh, sword masters and stuff like that. All kinds of cool things. So, uh, to narrow it down, uh, Rufus, which path are you uh, ta- asking me about right now? Fortune Hunter. Okay. So, what in particular about Fortune Hunter are you I guess that's what about? I'm trying to figure out is like, this is a, we're trying to earn some coin here. Mm-hmm. I feel like my coin radar is pinging off here, and I'm trying to figure out how we can best earn. Uh, you know, there's the pro- it talks about like um, when we when I swear an iron vow to someone under the promise of payment, I get to add to that. So is this like something okay. that I could use to like fig barter how much we earn win or like I'm I, I guess I'm just trying to figure out how to use it. Absolutely. Um, I will reward creativity in almost any context. Okay. Uh, so if you're able to swing something and you're able to sell it to me, I'll probably let you try. Okay. Um, but for example, you're in a bazaar right now. Mm-hmm. Bazaar. Oh, my cat. My cat lent on my keyboard. Now I can't see your paths. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, so your second one that you use some experience points to upgrade your path mm-hmm. is when in a community or trading, you may suffer negative one wealth and take plus two supply. So if we, if you were going, if we, if you were trying to get some kind of health potion or something that may be not necessarily designated wealth, but designated a uh, item to add to your inventory, you can get more of that for less. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, the, the primary function is, uh, yes, you can leverage more money for a task okay. when you're uh, taking on a job that you would get paid for. Okay. A mild note to anybody who's rules lawyering out there, I have plus one more momentum than you think I do because I forgot I had paths. <laughs> yeah. Iron sworn rules lawyers. <laughs> and I would have had like plus three on my roll, but I'm oh, dumb. <laughs> it's my first That's time the, the beauty of a, learning a new game. Yep. I'm a pretender, yeah. a trickster, and an infiltrator. Keep going. If you want to listen to someone not know their mechanics and how to use their moves properly, you could also listen to Delhi of the Beast, where Graveyard Shift uses his mechanics very poorly. Oh, you did fine. Come on. I did fine. I didn't die. You didn't die. You learned how I to combat die. eventually. Mm-hmm. No, you did, did. combat better than I did. Mm-hmm. I did. However, there could have been a more optimal path that he could have done. That's not why people listen to us. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, the, the unoptimal paths are like the best ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't think this this water merchant would have been this way, but here we are. Um, just deviate right out of the gate off the train, 
to fighting a dude selling water. <laughs> I got to do a funny voice. I keep the funny voices for bit characters because I don't want to do them for the whole session. There you go. Well, team, I think we have earned the right to earn some coin, and we should go do that. Here, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. So now, the thing is... I guess we just go to the Coliseum, right? But we got to know which entrance to go in. Or do we just go into whichever entrance? I How love, does that work? I love, like, <laughs> RPGs and, like, all we really have to say is we go to the tournament. But, like, so often I feel like we're like, now, which way is the front door? Because that matters. <laughs> and spend yeah. so many minutes trying to figure out the most optimal way to just be like, hey, DM. Can we just go to the arena now? <laughs> I think the average TTRPG player loves specifics, um, which is to a certain company's detriment when they try to pull the wool over our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on that note, we go, I'm assuming, following some tournament signs to the arena. Oh, <laughs> they are everywhere. And right. everyone's talking about it, too. There's idle chatter talking about certain combatants, uh, how excited they are to see certain people. Some people who are competing talking about how nervous they are. Hmm. Are there bathrooms? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. I just, how long's the line? <laughs> it depends where you go closer to the, to the Coliseum longer, um, where you guys are, which is like a reasonable distance away. Um, not that, long like you're not going to wait very long for sure and if you look around enough you will find one without a line okay i i just needed to know this is realistic now okay <laughs> it's a surprise tool yeah. that will help us later <coughs> okay um so you guys know where the arena is you can see it um and yeah the, the world is yours it's your oyster uh, i am exploring like you know how there's places that most people with like the social contract, right? That whole like social contract philosophy thing, you like agree to be a good member of society and you just, you know, you're not supposed to go there. You can tell you're not supposed to go there. There's no guards, so you, but you still don't. Um, yeah, I don't obey that. And really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to wander through, um, you know, so is anything that isn't, um, overtly pr uh, protected or secure you're just going to try to get into oh yeah anything that, that isn't like, okay. observed i'm going to try like if it's a curtain i'm peeking behind it okay yeah um if it's a door i'm trying the handle <laughs> okay there are not a lot of uh because you're in a commercial area there are a lot of curtains for like back rooms where they keep their stock their Ooh. their their kitty of money and stuff however they're all very much observed because they're right behind the the vendor no, 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 no. I'm talking like I'm carrying an exterminating spray nozzle and tank, and I'm wheeling okay. it around this place, and I'm just like, you know, yeah. Okay. Um, I need a wits roll from you, then. Oh, no, why? If you're no. looking for... Beak. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how the game works. Darn. <laughs> Wait, what is this? Is this gather information? Because I read my stuff. I get to gather information. Okay. Hey, if, if you're actively trying to find something, yeah. tell me what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what I want is I want to know hot gossip about mm. Foiban, Alafea, and Basala Batal. 
You know, okay. The if there's a girlfriend, just dump them. I want to know. I want to find her crying back that here. That is still a wits roll. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Okay. Gather information. Unless you have an asset that lets you do something else. It says you can roll plus shadow instead of plus wits. When you gather information by investigating within an enemy area to discover their positions, plans, or methods. You know, I'd say this is methods. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this is an enemy area, but I like it. So go ahead and use, uh, what's the asset? It's the Infiltrator second. The Infiltrator second tier. That's what she's using, everyone. It's a cool, cool asset. Uh, It lets you uh, say no to your oracle (laughs) and do what you want. Uh, so go, you know what? My wits is two. Why am I bothering? My shadow is three. Oh, yeah, three. for sure. It doesn't yeah, matter. Like I, I'm going to roll 10 what, on the dice. Why do I care? Why do I care? Yeah, th- <laughs> yeah. you're going to get two nat 10s, and then we're going to have some fun. Great. Okay, so I'm going to try to gather information within an, within an area using a false identity. So I'm going to add um, some numbers. It seems that I can only add plus one on a weak hit and plus two on a strong hit, which pretender I don't appreciate, but we're going to try. <sighs> It says 7 and 10 for crying out loud. Oh, my God. Amazing. What's your D6 say? My D6 is a 5, so that means plus 3 shadow is 8. I can add nothing from Pretender. Great. Cool. Awesome. Oh, wait. No, on a weak hit, I can add plus 1. So that makes it a 9. Pretender is stupid. (laughs) I don't know, man. It it could have been worse. So I get a momentum. (laughs) You get a momentum, though. Okay. Momentum will serve us later. Hopefully, we get to use it. Um, momentum's great, guys. I'd call that a weak hit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's a weak hit. So you, you, you're, you're looking like an exterminator. You look uh, a little out of sorts because you're in a city you don't know, but that serves you well uh, because uh, you get approached by a vendor. And he's like, oh my gosh, you're late, but thank you for coming. Uh, I have a problem in the back. I need you to come and take care of these weevils. Jess! I roll my poison canister and sprayer back to the weevils, which are, you know, flower black bugs. Yeah, they have infested this uh, poor vendor's stock. This is kind of unethical, but I think I'm going to spray the flower. Okay, well, explain your poison to me. Uh, it's just poison. It... Like, you shouldn't oh. eat this. <laughs> oh. But it really is... will kill the weevils. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Amongst other things. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I was, like, good. Well, no, I'm a very good exterminator. Yeah, too good. Yeah, you're good at exterminating. Are you a good pause exterminator? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, 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 you're, you're effective. You're not morally good. Yeah. There's a difference between good and good. <laughs> I go for real extremes. I was a paladin last season. Ah, Jade. I remember Jade. Yeah. I'm going to spray the flower. Okay. You do. There's no role for that. Um, <laughs> do the, the weevils flower... die? Oh, yeah. It's very poisoned. <laughs> the flower is very poisoned indeed. Um, so, yeah, you poison this guy's flower. His weevils are dead. Uh, he goes, oh, my gosh. That was so much quicker than I thought it was going to be. I reassure him. You can bake it out. <laughs> That can't be true. Uh, it's. I don't think it is. I think that's a lie, which means I need a shadow roll, which is what you're good at, but you are lying. Well, let me just roll this 10 again. It'd be great. Yeah. You've, you've hit nothing but 10s, right? Yeah. It's awesome. I love this. Um, what, ro- what move is this? I think this is just a shadow roll to deceive. 
That's a ten and an eight, and I hate these dice. And a one you on the D six. <laughs> oh my god! Every single time. You should salt test those dice when we're done. I don't like. I don't like this game. <laughs> I love this game. Yeah. Me too. Okay. It says when you make a move to breach or traverse or you know I got a one. I don't care. I got a one. You can add some stuff to it, like four and like another three, but I don't hit ten or okay. eight. Okay. <laughs> So he's like, are you sure I can bake this out? I mean, you killed my bug. Did I say that? No, you cannot. This is trash now, but it won't spread to your other flower. I mean, I guess you got rid of my weevils, but you poisoned my stock. Your flower was not sellable anyway. You were going to sell this to people? Your new flower will be weevil free. No, I was hoping you would get rid of my weevils so I could sell it, but now my stock is destroyed. The eggs are flower size. There is no separating. <laughs> Listen, lady. He's like way tougher than he should be. Um, he's like, I'm not going to say anything to your supervisor because you did prevent the spread. However, my stock is completely destroyed. So. I take I'm it. Not, I'm not going to say anything. I buy it from you. You'll buy it from. Well, okay. You can buy it. Go for it. There's a lot of bags of flour here. I'm going to buy poison flour. <laughs> okay. Um, so you want to buy it all. Yeah. Okay. Can I? Uh, um, could I? He- could I have heard that? My my fortune <laughs> my fortune finder is our hunter is tingling here. We're purchasing uh, goods. <laughs> so if you were with if you were with Euphemia, I'm gonna say yes, you did hear it. Oh. Um, if you weren't, I hear the sound of own. a sale about to happen. <laughs> yeah, you hear you hear the clink of two friggin' gold pieces need together. So I kind of like wander back into the main area. Like okay. I'm, I'm not so good at this part. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess the, the conversation the was built out into the street because the, there's <laughs> poison the flower in the test that you make up. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I'm, okay, I'm, you do hear that, Rufus. Okay, and I'm like, oh, Euphemia, are you looking to buy supply? <laughs> well, I'd better get a discount because it's not consumable. But you can still use flour to make, like, Play-Doh. Yeah, or, like, can't you, like, light it on fire? It's a and fantastic it, explosive. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I mean, if you weren't gonna do it, is, is it like deadly if you bake it, or will it just give you like a stomach ache and make you be in agony for a few days? Like, what, oh, what, what just, is it? The poison exactly? She, she, she's a bit out. too interested in <laughs> this than she out. should be. <laughs> I keep reassuring you, never stopping. That it'll bake out. Oh, I mean, I, well, I'd, I'd, I'd dig a bag of flour. How many bags? No. <laughs> It's like a storeroom. <laughs> it's I'll, really I'll good. There's a lot of flour in here. I didn't think you were going to buy it all. Um, so this is just really good. Expo- it's all weevil contaminated. This is kind of bad. Um, well, yeah, it was all in that room. So they were his other flour that might be in a cart or at his his warehouse or back at the farm. Maybe not. Can this but adventure end with me blowing up the stadium? Possibly. <laughs> you, 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 it, okay. If it's in your heart. <laughs> and and you can manifest it, then yeah, go for it. Hey, as 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 long as as long as I get a piece of that action as well, <laughs> I'll, I'll light it if you want. I need your help. All right, well, what what do you need? I need a cart. A cart. Hmm. Well, and perhaps. Rufus, oh. Rufus, you must you must get me a good deal. Oh, um, oh I will. Well, I, I I have an idea. So then I, I'm going to turn to the vendor and say. 
do you export by any chance? Do you export to Dangan? Because I, I, I think I can <laughs> um, get you a, a, a fair deal on export. And... <laughs> Iron Sworn, the import export RPG. I'm trying to negotiate with um with, with him. Oh, also funny enough, my my character's father is like runs a very questionable import export business. <laughs> they runs the family. Oh wow! But like uh, but like she's never gonna mention that, of course. But she's gonna say, um, it's listen, I, I can cut you, I, I can cut you an import deal if if you want. I mean, you know um, the mayor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the mayor is terrified of me. <laughs> Crime rates have gone down so low in, in that town. Whatever, <laughs> my bambini. You got me this poison flower to sell. Ah, oh, you know, you do such a good job. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so you're talking to this guy. He's the wheels are turning. He's like, I never think I was gonna sell all this flower to one person, and now I'm able to import export. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, okay, we can do that. Absolutely, we can. Um, do you want me to sort out the transportation for a fee, or are you going to take care of that? Um, I'll, I'll take care of it. Yeah. Okay. I think I can let this all go for two gold pieces. Now, mm. sir, you heard my friend. You can bake it out. I feel like we could get a deal on this. You know. Uh, what's a little poison is, in the flower? Is. Um, I know she was lying to me. Um, I just <laughs> assume it was just a defense mechanism. I already let that go. But if you're going to go with this narrative, we can go to four. Um, well, the thing <laughs> is, no one's actually going to... I don't know if anyone's going to buy this. So if you sell it to me for one gold piece, um, you're going to make a profit. Otherwise, I'm going to tell everyone that it's poison and that it had weevils in it. So I don't think you want that for your business, darling. I'm gonna, he's going <laughs> to let it go for one gold piece, but because of Rufus's um, asset, yeah. which is he gains double resources for half the cost. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you guys are going to be able to get like a small backroom worth of flour, which is like multiple sacks, like enough to fill a wagon if you stack it well. Um, if you don't stack it well, two wagons of flour out of this guy's, like, stall. Do you right. know that exterminator canister that I've been wheeling around? Mm-hmm. Now it's full of powder. Interesting. <laughs> so, I like, hate it's, this. it's like a moving bomb. It's like a, a flame hazard. <laughs> I hate this. I love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I say, sir, we're going to go fight in a tournament or something, and I think when we're done, we are probably going to come back with a cart. So you just, we're going to put a pin in this, and later... We're going to come back, and we're going to pick up all the flour, but she needs a bag right now for her for her bomb. I mean, for her poison, uh, you know. And um, and maybe just one more for good measure now. And yeah, then. L- listen, like, the, the amount of exposure that you'll get from us winning the t- tournament and, like, telling you that you're, that, that you're a flower, like, say, mentioned in your shop, that should cover all the costs. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, can we do, a, is this, like, a product placement? Like, do we get a moment where, what's the name of this flower business? Um, okay, on the fly, do I go for a pun or do always? Okay, always. Um, Algernon Flower. No, Algernon. (laughs) Oh, it's so snowy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
don't read Flowers for Adrenon. You're just you'll just cry. It, Flowers for Adrenon because this is the second episode. It's been I gotta say it's a story where this mouse and uh, mouse gets real smart. They test it on person. Person gets real smart. Mouse gets real stupid. Person knows before and then they get real stupid. It's incredibly sad. Don't read it. All right. So. And and if you do read it and you need a um, like a palate cleanser, uh, read the Bell Jar. No. Alternatively, listen to Fire Breathing Kittens. Yeah. Wholesome, good fun. Now let's go blow up a coliseum. Yeah, uh, if, if, if you, want, if yeah. you want a very um, wholesome episode with uh, with, a sen- with a rat that becomes sentient, then not sentient, um, yeah, you, you go for Deli of the Beast. Very wholesome episode there. <laughs> no murdered humanoids for deli meat profit. We promise. Uh, so. Clearly. No. <laughs> uh, shadow, shadow check ever. Okay. Um. <laughs> Um, actually, could, could I use my charm and roll plus heart? Oh, that was a joke because oh. I spotted a lie about a sales pitch. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys buy all this for one gold piece. <laughs> Although gold goes quite far for poor flower salesmen. Yeah. Yep. So he's quite happy. Um, Before we... Not as much as he would have, but he sold all of his stuff in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Before we go, I say... Sir, now, the way, where I come from, when you make a solid deal such as this, you finish it off with a drink. And so, <laughs> I'd like yes. to pull out the beer, and I'm just going to sleep this whole town, and I would like to offer him a swig of the beer of sleepiness. <laughs> uh, he is going to, so I need a shadow check. That's a lie. Like, you're doing some extra sh- shenanigans. Okay, so if I got two sixes, what does that mean? Yes, we got a match. Because <laughs> um, I can load so, up the rules. I got to look it up. A, but. a match is things are amplified. So if you miss, it's really bad. If you If you strong hit, it's really, really good. But all I have to do is beat a six. I got to beat a six with my D6 plus shadow. Yeah. Okay, for all the proverbial marbles. I got, I did not. I got a one. <laughs> I, got a, I got a one with a plus two, which is a three. Um, so that's a, a miss. Or, yeah, that's a miss with a match. Uh, he's going to say oh, no. you first. <laughs> How long are the effects of this beer? <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> um, if you wanted out of the episode early, you just found a way. <laughs> uh, I'll just, I'm just going to laugh loudly. <laughs> just kidding. And I'm going to just run away. <laughs> okay. Rufus has run away. I Avarice Euphemia. I put the gold in front of the guy. And it was one gold. And then I, I tip him another gold because we were weird. <laughs> uh, and I say, we'll be back for the flower. Mm-hmm. And then I run too, but I'm wheeling this little cart. <laughs> he doesn't believe you, but he has nothing better to do. So he's just going to wait. All right. Yeah. Like um, r- right now I'm like writing, a, I'm writing a contract that like this will be delivered <laughs> to Denkin. Like basically all you saw her do was like pull out a sheet of paper. She didn't even pull out a like pen and ink. She just like plucked one of her feathers already has ink in it <laughs> so she 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 made a contract bound to devil's blood with him 
Um, he's got to sign that. He's going to look at the road, which conspicuously crosses at this moment. <laughs> he's going to look at the paper. He's going to look at you, and he's going to be like, I've read enough fairy tales to know what a Faustian deal is. He's like, I'm not signing anything with you. He can write it, but he's gone. Listen, you gave me money. I'm a man of my word. You can have the fl- you can have the flower. Uh, it's no use to me anyway. I got my money. I'm not signing that at all. Fair enough. And then I'm just gonna like conjure like a little flame with my my hand and burn it up. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be seeing you later. <laughs> try, I try, certainly try hope to, not. Um, <laughs> Yeah, in, enjoy your next 24 hours. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll walk off. <laughs> so mean. What? I love it. <laughs> no, she, she just smirked at him, and, and then she just walked off after she said that. <laughs> yeah, so you leave, you leave the flower salesman in, 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 your, in your wake of tomfoolery and destruction. And valid extermination services. It, it bugs died. Yeah. Yes, that's important. Bugs died. Bugs died. The next batch of flour to come in won't have weevils. It's very important. I'm just saying, I'm never, I'd never lie about what I do. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> um, so you guys leave uh, two gold lighter um, and with some beer to spare and some poisoned, hyper-flammable uh, flour. So, can we make our way to, like, the entrance and, and, like, as we all meet back up? I'm like, that almost went horribly wrong. I I would have had to drink that, but luckily I I know what's going on. And I, <laughs> uh, sometimes you just got to run away from your problems. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'll, I'll just be thinking, maybe I should carry, like, a quill and, 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 uh, and an ink thing just in my backpack just for appearance's sake. <laughs> yeah, perhaps just just using black blood to write things isn't. It's cool. <laughs> it is know. cool, but I could see the problem. Okay, you guys are at the entrance of the arena. Uh, you can see that there are two lines. Um, one line is for general admittance for audience members, and then there, the other line is for contestants. Okay, okay. so we we're gonna go contest. That's not how you say All that three word. Y'all? But yeah, we're going to be contestants. Oh, no, 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 Like two? Uh-huh. I think there are two contestants, yeah. Are you, Is that okay. like a wink-wink type of thing? Yeah, I've got to go around the edge of the arena and sweep for bugs, right? Oh. Oh. Right. And I look yeah. at Avarice and I'm like, D- okay, we're going to go sign up. Yeah. I hear there are termites here it's very bad for Colosseum. you know this uh, place is a bit uh, wood wood structure termites would bring this whole place down is yeah it? We, we wouldn't want to stand under one of those structures now now would we we, we would want to know yeah no <laughs> do you do you hear that mild ticking sound didn't you say it was like canonically stone <laughs> parts of the Colosseum are wood yeah <laughs> do you hear the do you hear the ticking sound do you hear the tick 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 that's termites <laughs> Are you convincing yeah, me? Yeah, you, you go find all the all the areas where, where termites are. All right. I've, I've, <laughs> you do your job. All right. So we go up and we tell the person that two of us are are contesting and one of us is exterminating. Mm-hmm. I do actually have mechanics for this. Okay. It says uh, I get a plus two to trying to convince people of my pretender role, false identity. 
So if you want to make me real for it, I can. Well, I was wondering who you were saying that to. Are you saying it to your party members? Because then no. you're just being facetious. Yeah, you're, no. Uh, to those. Okay, so like, you, I imagine we're standing in line, right? So you're, Yeah, you yeah. are. The ticket taker. The person letting us into the arena. Okay, so the person registering you guys as combatants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wearing an exterminator uniform. I'm carrying an exterminator canister. And, um, Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the elderly man, long beard... Um, he goes, ah, I see some combatants before me. Uh, I assume three to sign up. And then you would have your right, right. Uh, elbow, elbow, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm an exterminator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spiel. Yeah. Um, so roll any uh, relevant assets or um, it's going to be a shadow roll if you don't have any relevant assets to lie um, to try to get around this guy to say, hey, I'm an exterminator. I'm going to go where these guys are going, but I'm not going to be fighting. I think this is a compel role. Okay. Um, I think so, too. So compel is a relationship move. When you attempt to persuade someone or to do something, envision your approach and roll. If you lie or swindle, roll plus shadows. That's what I'm doing. And then it says when you compel by lying, bluffing, stealing, or cheating because you're a trickster for my asset, roll plus one. And when you establish a false identity, roll plus shadow. On a strong hit, you may add plus two. On a weak hit, you may add plus one. So Pretender's kind of like bonuses on top of that. And when you make a move to breach an area held by an enemy, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit would be Infiltrator. So I'd say this is an enemy area that I'm trying to breach. But that's up to debate. Mm-hmm. At the very least, it's restricted. So if you were caught, it would be an enemy area. I'm still going to allow it as an enemy area. Sweet. So that... Uh, I guess what I rolled is a nine. <laughs> I'm seeing this game as my enemy and all of my pluses is my arsenal against it. Yeah. I'm not used to seeing it that um, against you. Compel by lying is a plus one. So that's a seven. Plus shadow is a 10. Plus the move to breach traverse. Anything above 10 is, is still 10 in this game. And then when you establish a false identity, add more. Okay. So it's a 10. So I beat the nine and the five. Nice. So uh, you are, that's a strong hit. Strong. Nice. So uh, he buys it hook, line, and sinker. Um, he goes, ah, okay. Um, I don't remember hearing about this, but no one tells me anything anyway. So, uh, of course, uh, please come on in. I'm sure we have some vermin that need exterminating. And then uh, as for you two, you two are registering as normal combatants, right? There's no hijinks? No hijinks. <laughs> yeah. Avarice. <laughs> depends on how she's just gonna put like her hands behind her head like like that like a little straw in her mouth depends on what you mean by normal <laughs> you would like to fight in the arena love it yeah <laughs> are dragons allowed number one question <laughs> and number two question how do you feel about random sacks of questionable materials so I'll give you the spiel that I give everyone who doesn't know the rules um, anything goes anything under your command goes so, Beastmasters, Dragon Lords, I doubt we'll see any of those. Um, but they are allowed as long as the creature obeys you and you alone. Um, otherwise, uh, if you came in with a fully sentient partner, you would fight as a duo. So, I would, two of you came together, you could fight as a duo or you could fight as singular combatants. We'd probably be fighting as a duo, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rufus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone loves a good tag team. <laughs> 
And then like at, at this point, I'm gonna like raise one of my wings, and then and then my stained glass dragon Malum is just gonna like uh, emerge, and then just like just like snap at this person. <laughs> but but Penny remains hidden. Okay. Is there an objective to this, or is this flavor? <laughs> oh, this is just flavor. It's just like, um, she was like, because um, he was like, we're probably not going to see any dragon lords. <laughs> oh, he goes, oh, that's quite the puppet you have there. He's, he's not a puppet. He bats. <laughs> oh, do, do, I know you, you have to. See? <laughs> you're a bit of a method actor. I can see that. Uh, can I pet him? <laughs> um, if, if he'll let you. <laughs> he will um, let his hand. I, I, I feel bad for this old man. But what would Malum do? I mean, this he, is I the one. He's a good, okay, two, he's a good one out of three people you feel bad for. Okay, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> this is where the line is drawn. This guy just wants yeah. a dragon pet. We I want, want a torture. dragon pet. I don't blame this guy at all. <laughs> His hand is out. He wants to pet this stained glass dragon. Uh, hmm. So like. The, the dragon is a good dragon, but I, okay. like, it's, the one it's bonded to is evil. <laughs> so he's it got would be it, probably... He's got his hand out like, like an animal you don't know. Like, he's letting the, like, palm down, letting them sniff. Maybe, maybe that makes this dragon as neutral as can be in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon's like, pure neutral. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it would be, it would be a neutral dragon. So it kind of, like, sniffs, but then, um, it just, like kind of uh it, it hisses like it's like like a rattling sound like like tinkling glass kind of and then it turns away and then goes back in oh. or actually no it doesn't oh, go don't... back in it just goes like on, under his shoulder and raises wings a bit i <laughs> oh. ah, doesn't quite trust me yet i understand and i'm an old man and a stranger some good instincts on uh on that little beast of yours so what do we got to do to sign up here do we need like a team name do we need to sign a waiver you can do as much pageantry as you like. If you want a team name, we can definitely call it out. Um, if you give it to me now, I can forward it to the announcer. If you just want your names, we could do that too. I'm going to go with <laughs> Sworn to be Wild. That's the team name. It's a play on the RPG and the scenario of how crazy everybody is. I like Sworn it. Sworn to be Wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, that is what it will be called out. Um, if we're going to put your names on a title card, what would they be? They Mine would be Avarice yep. H. Just H for the last initial. Avarice H. They called me Rufus T. Carbuncle. Rufus T. Carbuncle. Right. Okay. Oh, if you had to put a third name on there, you know, just... You don't need to, but if you wanted to add, like, Euphemia to the bottom, that's the name of my pet rock. Your and pet I want rock. to make sure the pet rock gets its fair share. Hmm. You'll put the rock on the car, but not the dragon. You guys are quite weird. Okay. <laughs> he signs it anyway. Uh, you guys are registered. Sweet. So he gives you, uh, he gives Avarice and uh, Rufus fighter passes. So they're like lanyards almost that you can wear to say, hey, I'm a combatant. I need to be in this locker room. Um, and then he gives uh, Euphemia a pass that says, um, that basically means you are a contractor who's allowed to get into basically anywhere. Yes. Um, that isn't too sensitive <laughs> Uh, to spray for bugs and do what you do. I love it. 
favorite pass. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I that was also because of the strong hit. Mm. Um there has to there doesn't have to be a reward, you just achieve what you're doing, but it's always fun to give people exploits and see what happens. <laughs> Mass poisoning. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So we make our way into the uh fighter lockers. I don't know. <laughs> I really like that. Um I wanna I wanna call it that. But I was just going to say, like, the 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 quarters, like the oh, contestant yeah. quarters, but fighter lockers is now <laughs> canon. Fighter lockers. <laughs> yeah. Fighter lockers is where it is. All right. And it's also, um, you guys don't know this, but it actually is a uh, dance, a song and dance boy band um, in the area as well. The um, fighter lockers? They, yeah. They, they like... Yes. Dress as uh, as like gladiators. Oh, uh, yes. Um, and their breastplates have like the the muscles in them and everything. Um, <laughs> and they they specialize in like uh, pop and locking. Oh, of course. <laughs> You're saying this a little bit stoically, but it needs to exist. <laughs> yes, I, we're, putting I agree. The, we're putting it in the Wikipedia for sure. <laughs> okay, I need to write it down. <laughs> Fighter lockers. <laughs> And and there's definitely going to be, you know, what's the typical number? Five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be five members. Yeah. One's going to be too old. <laughs> you got one's the gonna bad be boy. Just, you got the... Yeah, one's bad boy. One's demonstrably more talented than the other ones. Yeah, can actually sing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then there's just the two ones that are like the sensitive one. And then what's the last one? I can't remember. The wild one? Oh, yeah. The wild yeah, one. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the bad boy. I'll have to look up uh, boy band uh, archetypes yeah. later. Maybe there's a maybe there's a TTRPG out there that's just boy band mechanics that we can play one day. I, I, Man. Feel, I feel like there is something out there like that. Like something, I'm pretty sure there is. Isn't that just a party of bards? <laughs> yeah, right. Basically, yeah. a bardy. Oh, nice. A bardy. <laughs> right. Adventuring bardy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, with that aside... Um, you guys are, uh, the two combatants have uh, free reign of the fighter locker area and uh, Euphemia has basically free reign of everything that isn't like completely restricted. <laughs> um, yeah, before we, before we part ways, I would like with Euphemia, I would actually like to do something. I mean, we could do mm-hmm. it now or after the break. No, let's do it now and then we're okay. going to have a break. Um, sounds good. So I would like to um, basically like, I, I didn't show this guy Penny because I want Penny to sneak onto Euphemia and like be with her because I have this ritual called a totem where the second mm-hmm. thing, the second like upgrade is where I can see through its eyes. So okay. I can like see exactly where Euphemia is whenever I, I, I want to. I'll, I'm like, my senses are bound to this, um, this dragon. Like, it can form a telepathic bond with anyone, but, like, with me, it's, like, the strongest. It can be from anywhere. For sure. Um, have you ever seen have... an adorable pet fake die? <laughs> yes. We're about to. Yeah. I'd like to demonstrate the poison's efficacy with Penny. If oh, anyone's no. like, why do you have a dragon? And I'm like, look how look how effective the poison is. And then I, like, wave it over, but don't spray it, Penny. And then Penny, like falls back on its back immediately like a bunny doing a flop. <laughs> um, <laughs> Penny <laughs> but, is a black dragon and 
you know, in many uh, pop culture uh, properties, black dragons are famously immune to poison. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So or, I can be like, look how effective it is. And then Penny's fine. But it, it'll or be so acid. Cute. But I'm going to rule it poison for today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can definitely do that. And uh, it probably will happen. Uh, but <laughs> as of right now, I think we're going to take a bit of a break. Hmm. Very cute. Thank you for Penny. <laughs> yeah. She'll She's also help your emotion, like therapeutic, uh, <laughs> sort of like... What do you call that? Like an emotional support dragon. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she, she's she's exact. That's exactly what she is for Avarice. She's Avarice's emotional support dragon. All right, wonderful. But also has some other like um, good things that she uses for for advantage. Of nice. Course. All right. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So we will reconvene in a little bit. <laughs> Joining us today are Avarice. Um. Well, now we're gonna just fight some people. And um, dragons are really handy, y'all. Euphemia. I spritz it a little bit. Penny flops backward like a dramatic bunny flop, <laughs> unharmed. And I go, oh, so cute. And Rufus. Are you ready to be iron sworn to be wild? That didn't make sense, but you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and then I had a review. So... I can read that out loud now in Rufus's voice. So it said, fire-breathing kittens is hilarious and creative. I like that every week is wildly different than the last. Keep it up. And that was from Mouse Mousefire7. And that's it. Snowy wrote a review. Leave us a review on iTunes and we'll read it on air. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> we hope that you're enjoying this episode of Fire-Breathing Kittens. This episode's shout-out is from Siobhan, who says, quote, Heartbreak sucks. It really does. Broken Hearts is a short film by Julie Magnaudette. The main influences are The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Lobster, and Lovesick. A young woman, desperate for connection and a regular at the Broken Hearts Hospital, finds herself prescribed a love-cynical rebound. End quote. Ooh. <laughs> Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is there a special day coming up? You can wish them a happy message via our shout-out system on firebreathingkittenspodcast.com. If you enjoy reading books, we've got books for you on amazon.com, ranging from ebooks to paperbacks to hardcovers. And we've got audiobooks based on our adventures on audible.com. And we also have official merchandise like water bottles and socks on redbubble.com. Lastly, we don't pay to advertise our show, so the only way we can grow is if you tell someone about us. Is there an episode that would make that person smile? Tell them about it. Thank you. Welcome back to part two of our episode this evening running Iron Sworn. Uh, at this moment, we would like to give everybody a quick recap um, I have rolled a d10, and I have the number here. Whoever rolls closest to it gives us a recap. So, if everybody would be so kind to reveal what you rolled. I got a six. Me too. I got a four. Okay. Come on, so double the, kin, the, come on. The number <laughs> is a ten. So, oh. we need a roll-off between Euphemia <laughs> and Rufus. <laughs> All right. Uh, Freaking nine. I got, a, I got an eight. Okay, Rufus. Oh, wait, no. Nine is bigger than eight. So, Euphemia. 
I'm not going to do it in character voice. Okay. So we are in Mousy Arena where challengers can fight Foiban, Alafea, or Basala Batal. Mousy is kind of like Las Vegas. Yes. And the job flare kind of smelled like curry. The ad was an armored knight, you know, posing like Captain Morgan. And there's a two-drink minimum here, but don't eat the flower. <laughs> yeah, j just pretend that you have celiac disease while you're here, and Sounds you'll good. be fine. Okay, um, I think without any further ado, we are good to jump right back in. Uh, so we have Sworn to be Wild, a, a gladiatorial team composing uh, composed of avarice and rufus and we have uh the uh assassin beetle uh incorporated uh extermination uh, i mean exterminator uh who is euphemia uh entering into the coliseum now when we first got this here mm -hmm. flyer it said two drink minimum yes where are, are the minimum drinks. <laughs> so because you are combatants and not audience members, you are not at all beholden. Oh, that was for the guests. Mm -hmm. mm. So it's uh. free to get in, but you have to buy at least two drinks. Or fight to the death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you pay with drink tickets or your life. All right. That's, Fair enough. That seems fine. Um, so can we all three enter into the... Uh, very uh, correctly named fighter lockers. And um, could we like, kind of like what Euphemia tried to do earlier, is there a way we could like get a little intel in here? I mean, uh, um, I am. I did send my uh, my little dragon, Penny, who has a raven stats. She's my raven companion in terms of iron sword mechanics with, the, um, with Euphemia. Sounds like I'm spraying for bugs. That's what my companions are telling me. <laughs> uh um, yes uh i i guess you are uh cool thing about iron sworn is that you can reflavor a lot of things to be a lot of different things and just keep the mechanics i don't think i would have let my friends enter the fighter lockers although naked people of both genders sounds great for most listeners i will get there don't worry but first i need my helpers to help me wheel around this really heavy canister that i'm moving around <laughs> <laughs> So you wanna you wanna go uh, behind the curtain, as it were. Doors that aren't locked and curtains that aren't observed. I just love oh. them so much. All right, all right, <laughs> we can skip that. So maybe we we I like make eye contact with someone in the fighter locker and give him like a nod, and then we just back out. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's fine. And can, yeah, can we like sneak around? Is that what you want to do? <laughs> Soundstage areas, uh, places where equipment are stored. This is an arena, so unfortunately places where animals are tormented. Where do they sweep the blood? You know, places like that. I want to know. Because it's basically a Roman Coliseum and it's, it's a central arena with seating on the surface level that radiates outward you would know that looking to your left from this fighter locker door would lead you closer to the fighting pit, which is where the blood would be falling through the grates. How similar is it to the Roman Colosseum? 
Um, as similar as would make narrative sense. <laughs> because underneath the Roman Colosseum, there's an under area where we can walk under the whole thing. As cool as that is, and you can, it's only really where uh, detritus, bones, body parts, and uh, blood is uh, scraped in this Colosseum. Oh. I do love all of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you're going to see them if you want to. I do want to see those things, and I want to listen. And I think this would give my friends like a bird's eye view of the fighting style of the champion, right? If I were to take them down here. Uh, worm's eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, so here's my plan. We're going to get dripped on, but you're going to really learn the fighting style and possibly gain advantage on the enemy that might kill you later. So isn't that worth it? I mean, you didn't really actually tell us what your plan was. You just said that we'd get dripped on. Yeah. Oh, and okay. then that it would be worth it. In character, all I say is, you are going to get dripped on, but it will be fun. And worth it. And fun. Yeah, okay. I mean, I didn't really need much. Yeah, Um. I would like to try to secure, like, we, we can secure an advantage in that way as well. I would like to additionally secure an advantage um, in terms of looking at the combatants and like the areas around the gladiatoring using a, like, yeah, basically getting an actual bird's eye view. <laughs> well, a dragon's eye view of it, but like a sneaky one. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter where Avarice is, but I would like to find somewhere to cast. Oh, actually, yeah, I, I'm going to go with you, actually, Euphemia, because under the, um, where are we going to get dripped on? Here, our slain character. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. There is something I want to do that I don't really want anyone else knowing that I'm doing. So, yeah, let's let's go there. But, like, I will want to send Penny once I've done the totem ritual, which is involves some, some form of blood and gore, for sure. Um, I'm a rogue. <laughs> Stealth attack is my only thing, so I want to, like, erupt out from the floorboards later. Me and Penny, we got some things we want to do. We're under the arena. That'll be avarice, actually. Yeah. Yeah, let's split up. Okay, so I do, I really quick, because you are laying in wait underneath the arena. <laughs> there are actual mechanisms that exist under there with built-in trap doors where they usually lift beasts up yes. to fight. So <laughs> you can just stand on one of those and you will pop up all cool-like. So that is there. Um, and so... Avarice and Rufus are still together? No, I, I'm yeah, actually but... going with Euphemia. If, if, like, if we all manage to sneak out at the same time, I'm going to go with her, but I'll leave Penny with Rufus, or Penny's going to be looking around above ground. So, yeah, I'll be in two places. I can okay. go be the face of this. I'll go, I'll go start this fight. If you guys are going to, like, pop out later, that's fine. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to pop out later. We did technically, like, enter, though, once they call our name. Someone's going to have to go out. So Yeah, they're expecting two combatants and a pet rock. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Give me a dragon. <laughs> There's only so many dragons to go around. <laughs> um, yeah, because... Uh, hmm. So which, which dragon would you like? The one that can fight or the one that flies around and gathers information? Well, I, th I feel like me and, me and Penny have a, have a bond now. And so, if Penny's on the table, I would go with that one. Hmm. But if you, it's your dragons, I yeah. don't know anything. <laughs> so, you do whatever you want. Uh, well, P Penny's the one that I'm going to use to be, to, like, go scouting around. 
That's the one that okay. I'm going to totem bond to. I'll, I'll, I think I'll keep Malum, who's young wyvern, in terms of companion with me for now. Because I'd like him to emerge from the shadows as well. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all can just going to be separate. Can I just, like... I would like to play up the showmanship aspect of our team to okay. anybody who asks. Someone has to. And when they're like, when they're like, didn't you have multiple combatants, <laughs> another person, and a pet rock? I'll be like, do you want combatants or do you want performers? Okay. <laughs> and so that happens sooner than you think. Are you in the fighter lockers, Rufus? Yeah, I think I think I will be the face of this and knowing my teammates are in theory going to pop out and help me later, I will stay in the fighter lockers. Okay, so we're going to go to Rufus first. So, uh, you enter into the fighter lockers. It is co-ed. This is like banks of what looks like lockers, but the more like cubbies. Like there's no secure fasteners. It's just rows of a bench. On either side, there are banks of cubbies and you see everybody getting ready chatting idly and rufus while you're there are you doing anything with your equipment um i mean i know you came armed but are you taking anything off are you readjusting anything are you doing anything of the sort i think now is the moment that i've been waiting for and i'm trying to <laughs> build up the showmanship aspect of this. And I'm thinking about when Penny was holding on to my mutton chops and uh, made them extra wiry. I think one of the things I'm going to do is to drink from Potion Commotion uh, the hair growth potion that I've been holding on to for uh, many weeks. Yes, please. <laughs> and so, but I'm going to let you decide what <laughs> that looks like because I don't know that it ever was described. But I'm I'm hoping for just like great crazy mutton chops. Okay, so um, you are hoping for a specific body part by somehow willing a substance that you ingested into your body. Mm -hmm. That is going to be an iron roll. Ooh, nice. Okay, so I got a four and a six, and then mm -hmm. I got to roll my d6. Correct. Oh. Oh, I got a six plus one. That's seven. So that's a strong hit. Yes. Any hair that you want to get longer will. Okay. <laughs> we're going mutton chops and we're going chest hair out of the V-neck. <laughs> that's uh, what I want. The mutton chops so long that it looks like they blow in the breeze. Okay. Are we talking like uh, <laughs> pectoral length mutton chops? Yeah. Okay. Like I kind of got to like... Like, they'll flap behind me like a scarf if I run really fast. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, and the chest hair, because you got a strong hit, the chest hair doesn't have to be as long. It can be longer or No, it's just like want. poofy. I'm just going poofy. Okay. Uh, remind us what your hair color is. It's salt and pepper. Okay. For both? Yeah. Nice. And uh, <laughs> curly? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> sure. Fantastic. I, this episode went from like hot boy band to this, and I just, I'm kind of sad right now. <laughs> this, is hot. Out. this is hot for someone. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. It's not anyone here. 
<laughs> they do exist. <laughs> um, and then other than that potion, I think I'll make sure to have my actual hook hand attached. Despite my love of this new wooden glove, I it doesn't work in battle. And so I'll put my hook hand on and I'll get my shield set up. And, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um, so as you are getting ready, you hear like a very almost overly heroic voice um, behind you. And he says, hello, I haven't seen you around here before. Well, that's because you're not looking. Uh, Do you turn around to face him? Sure. So you turn around to face him. And before you stands a very tall, very tan, um, not bulky muscular, like lean muscular. Okay. um, But very muscular, very handsome. Uh, clean-shaven uh, male, uh, cleft chin, looks like a superhero. He's got like that kind of medium-length um, center-parted Prince Charming hair, but it works for him. <laughs> he doesn't look like a dork. Um, it's uh, kind of coppery, but mostly brown. And uh, on his hip, he has a uh, Saif, S-A-I-F. That is a uh, typically Middle Eastern sword, kind of like a cavalry saber, one-handed, curved, uh, very beautiful. It's ornate. And uh, he's got, um, like, his armor, like, his metal breastplate on and uh, some metal accoutrement here and there. Um, But he looks like he's very, very lithe and and, uh, nimble. And he's got that kind of cool Prince of Persia uh, sword fighter kind of sash he wears around his waist. It's kind of long. It's red in color. Um, and, uh, you notice him uh, or you remember that he bears a striking resemblance to the knight on the poster that you saw oh. in the guild hall. Uh, oh, I, uh, I know you, you're the guy, you're the guy from the product placement, the, um, the advertisement. Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I am the guy. <laughs> and you must be... Uh, he grabs Thoibon. your yeah. He grabs your hand yeah. and he goes. He finishes for you. He goes. Yes, I'm Thoibon Alafea. Oh, wonderful to meet you. They call me Rufus T Carbuncle. I don't know why I said it so fast. <laughs> T Carbuncle. <laughs> Rufus T Carbuncle. Yes. Interesting. It seems that you are half of a duo. Um, he looks at your uh, lanyard, which actually has the name of your fighting team. Um, on it, and he says, uh, he's like, oh, sworn to be wild. Hmm, I can't wait to face you in the arena. Yes, me and my partner will be there, although, and I look around very ridiculously, she's technically here now, you just can't see her. We're going for theatrics. Oh, well, you see, I don't know if uh, you know this, but uh, I don't really see anyone and i'm pretty good at seeing things that aren't supposed to be there but i'll take your word for it and he actually uh uh what's the word where you're like kind of talking down to somebody it starts with a p pedantic no patronizing patronizing he patronizingly (laughs) kind of uh punches you in the chin with like his pinky knuckle like like you would with a little kid kind of like chip off the old block kind of thing he does that to you 
He's and I say, well, uh, I suppose we'll just have to see out there, won't we? And uh, I pat him on the shoulder like a little pity pat. <laughs> he goes, ah, that's the spirit. And he hits you a little bit harder on the shoulder. Um, um, now, the objective of this hit is to send you stumbling a little bit. Oh, boy. Uh, so, oh, cool thing about Ironsworn is that the Oracle or the GM does not make any rolls. Um, so I can just will it to happen, but I like player agency. So you're going to roll for it there, Rufus. Okay. Um, you're going to roll, uh, iron. Man. (laughs) He seems not to like this. If I have to. What's your highest stat, Rufus? Edge. He's a dexterous... Yeah. Uh, five and a nine, and I oh, no. got, uh, I got a five though, so I got, a, I beat, I got the, the weak hit. Okay, so you stumble, but, uh, nothing else really happens. You can't really keep your balance, but, you know, he's, he's a big boy. Yeah. Um. But I don't, so you, do, I don't like take damage or anything. No, you don't. No, 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 no. It was okay. more just to be like, see, I can touch you. And you will move when I touch you. Ah, kind of I thing. see. I see. And I say, uh, I say, oh, you got quite the arm on you there, buddy. Uh, make sure you, uh, I don't know, watch yourself out there. And I, and I hold up my beer and I say, but if we do meet out there, perhaps you'll share a drink with me on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share a drink with you right now. And then, uh, wait, no, no, I've done that trick already. Um, roll <laughs> shadow. 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 Ooh, yeah, that's a four or six, and I got a d- eight. Okay. Um, so that's a strong, strong this, whatever. Okay, so he says, a strong hit. Um, he says, yes, thank you. Uh, he says, of course, I'll share a drink with you um, if you survive. And he winks at you and he pulls a flask from his hip and he clinks it and he takes a swig and he walks away. Dang. As he walks away, I say, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? He's a total alpha male. Like, just because you can't measure. Because <laughs> you can't measure up, man. You don't have to be jealous. Um, so, uh, that is your interaction in the fighter lockers. You have met what seems to be a pretty formidable opponent, if not formidably mm-hmm. annoying. Um, <laughs> we're going to move along to Avarice. What would you like to do and what are your dragons doing? Well, um, Malum's with me just like for exile protection. He's my attack dragon. Um... And I am trying to find, go somewhere like unseen. And with Euphemia seems like a good idea, like going where she is going, like maybe not with her so that she can actually be unseen, but I'm trying to go where she's going. So under the pits, because yeah, I do need a bit of like um, gore and stuff for my, for my ritual to bind me and Penny's souls together. <laughs> the sneak thief is like, what did I bring with me? What? <laughs> Yeah, if you want to talk about, like, flamboyant um, uh, eye-catching individuals. Yeah. Why did I bring Stained Glass Dragon Lady with me? Yeah, like... (laughs) Stained Glass Dragon with with wings and white and bright white hair. (laughs) Yeah, you've got, like, like really hot, um, like, uh, Fallen Angel Lady with a Stained Glass Dragon. 
walking with you. <laughs> hey, you blend it. You like, um, I mean, I will be attracting all the attention. <laughs> so yeah, social know. stealth. Yeah. I will say that when if you do walk with Euphemia, you do get the benefit of her pass. If you don't, you will have to sneak. <sighs> okay. I can sneak you under there, but then I'm going to find my own spot. Yeah, okay. That, that sounds good, because I, ju- I just want to get under there, because yeah, I want to... put you there, then I'll yeah. find mm-hmm. something else. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll use her pass for now. Like, right now, I'm just like, oh, I'm helping her carry this really heavy thing. Like, oh my god, look at me. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I figured out I have, like, a plus five, so I can just hide again. But give me a second to, like, think of where I'm hiding. So, like, Ava, enjoy all the drips. You can have all the drips. I actually don't really need that Mm -hmm. (laughs) no one is standing guard at the like the blood and refuse pit underneath the arena (laughs) there's no real really logical reason why people would hide under there slash like people need access to that to put beasts in there if it's part of the act that day (laughs) so yeah you guys get in with no problem and it's the size of the arena because it's right below uh the there's enough light to see by through the grates you see kind of like the, the shafts of light and the dust that is there um, with the flies. So many flies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can have this. I got another plan. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> at this point, I guess you guys separate. We'll follow Avarice mm-hmm. to uh, completion right now, and then we'll okay. go to Euphemia to see what she's doing. Okay, sounds good. So I'm going to just go down to the, um, to like beyond the, 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 the pit. And, like, what my objective is, is I want to create the totem. I want to do my ritual. Mm-hmm. And then once I've done that, I want to send Penny, the one that I've, like, bonded to me, basically through the ritual to, like, survey above the arena to see, like, where beasts will come from, where, like, we get advantages. Like, I want to try to secure an advantage using Penny, but also, like, remain hidden. And then another ob- objective is to pop out dramatically using one of those, like, lists that you mentioned earlier. Okay. <laughs> There's quite a few to choose from. Yeah. Uh, they, if if you pick a spot, there's probably going to be a lift that brings you up there. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait to pick a spot until I know where Rufus is coming from because I'll use Penny as my eyes there and then I'll just conveniently appear right where Rufus is once that Interesting. happens. Interesting. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this goes off without a hitch. However, please read how your ritual goes for the listeners at home and for my benefit. Okay, so um, Penumbra, like Penny, her name's Penumbra, but I call her Penny. She's a pseudo dragon, but she has a stats of Raven. So I can use her to secure an advantage by creating trickery, by performing trickery. I can also, she also has a dil- feature diligent. When she carries a message, you may secure an advantage, gather information, or compel from a distance. My totem is when you hold a totem of your animal or beast companion and focus on it, this would be one of her scales, I guess. Um, bound with some like flesh and gore from below roll plus heart (laughs) on a strong hit you are bound together add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit when you use a companion ability like the ones i said before if you roll a one on your action die then the magic is spent if it's a weak hit then i can then i have to endure stress i can also perceive the world through my companion senses when i make moves make moves aided by them that's an upgrade so yeah i have to roll plus heart (laughs) So you're going to do a ritual. What yeah. do you do with the viscera and blood and gross things down on the floor here? Ooh, this is going to be great. So, um, yeah, I have Penny. I have, like, um, I just take out, like, one of her scales 
of course, like with her consent, it's like a scale that she was about to shed anyways. Um, and then I, um, I, I kind of like, I, I gather some bones and, and stuff to make a little tiny like altar. This will like, I guess, hopefully strengthen um, this thing that I'm doing. And I, t I pluck out one of my feathers because that has my own blood on it. Um, yeah, she does that quite a bit. It's maybe why she can't fly. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I like write down like some symbols and draconic on the sword that I have, which is actually made from an ancient gold dragon scale. So I'm going to be like writing essentially bind our spirits together and maybe perceive the world as one on the sword. Okie dokie. You're somewhat warging, which is always cool. Yeah. Okay, so I need you to roll uh, plus heart. Okay, so I rolled seven and a four on my uh, on my d10s and on my oh my god, I rolled a six plus three because so that's a nine. So I got nine on my d6 and seven and four on my d10s. Um, the uh, symbols that you have drawn um, flash a bright red light, and the totem or the uh, the little bone cairn that you made. Um, actually explodes a little bit. Um, not to harm you or anything, just to kind of signify that the ritual has been completed. Um, and you get to do all your cool magic stuff without any stress. Hell, oh, I don't get to, I don't endure stress. Awesome. Yeah, it must yeah, be because it's only little. by, a, only on a weak hit. Nice. Okay. So, um, so when I secure an advantage or face danger plus shadow using the raven or pseudo dragon to perform trickery, I add one. And I also add plus one and take plus one momentum when I use a companion ability. So I'm going to try to secure an advantage from a distance using um, Penny. Like she's going to try to like sneak out and be like, um, and like be unseen while she does a survey of the above the ground, like the fighter's ring itself and tries yep. to find any one weak spots which explosives can be placed in to um just like good vantage points or like you know things like structural things that we can use to our advantage and like where the beasts are going to come out if they if they do come from that's what i'm trying to find so you are looking for places that will quite literally bring the house down yep and also like give us an advantage where we can to whoever we're fighting i guess i'm trying to secure an advantage okay um you can see pretty clearly now that there isn't really anything that one explosive is going to <laughs> take down the whole arena. It's well-maintained. It's not a ruin. Most of it's made of stone. Mm -hmm. uh, however, there are some forts on, like, on the actual arena pits, right? So the pit is sand. It's very stereotypical. If you have seen Gladiator <laughs> with Russell Crowe, that is what we have here. Um, but there are some forts and scaffolding in the, in the immediate area, in the arena, so that people who do have ranged capabilities are able to exploit them to the fullest degree. And also mm -hmm. people falling from a great height with a Sparta kick, always cool. So even if you're a melee character, cool things can happen. Um, okay. so that's what you see. Uh, and then you see people filing in, people are... Um, wearing t-shirts, uh, <laughs> like with, uh, with, uh, Thwaybon's, uh, face on it. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and you also see some shirts with, uh, 
I want to make sure that I get his first name correct and not his last name. So Basala Batal, his face is also on banners and stuff, but it seems like he's a bit of a heel to Thwaiban's like heroic persona. A heel? What does that mean? Uh, so a in wrestling, is a villain that like oh. in WWE specifically wants to get the audience to hate them to rile them up because it's how they get their. Like it's it's good yeah. for them, like the Adams family. Hate yeah. is good. <laughs> yeah, they're, gotcha. they're they're popular because they're not good people. Yeah, gotcha. hate me like that. Yeah, they're like the love to hate the we love gotcha. to hate them kind of thing. I see. Yeah, we wouldn't necessarily want them to. I mean, we want them to lose, but dramatically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. we want there's, to become the love to hate people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. There's, there's there's like. The ones where it's like the the more innocent, naive, and younger crowd, if they're wearing Basala merch, it's like anti-Basala merch with like his head on a pike or something like that. But they gave him money to put that shirt on. <laughs> that's the point of the yeah. like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You have to mm-hmm. buy yeah. The, the heels book to are burn it. tongue in cheek. <laughs> yeah, they're they're tongue in cheek kind of like villains. Um, and okay. then you have like the, but they're naive. They actually believe in it because they're young. They still think wrestling's real. Um, right. However, this is a gladiatorial arena. This is real. Um, and is uh, then you see the the more the, the more pro Basala fans are like edgy teenagers because of course they are. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yet most people like Thwaybon. So like parents, adults, they're like, hey, he's the good guy. Why wouldn't we vote? Why wouldn't we uh, 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 root for this guy? Um, so that's kind of what you see. Um, people are eating typical uh, um, stand food. Anything on a stick, it's there. They're eating it. Nice. Yeah. So that's what Penny sees. All right. Uh, can I use that to secure an advantage? Yes. Um, let's take a look at secure an advantage and see if we need to, um, uh, roll for it. Yes, we do. So I need you to roll. Uh, so what are you using? Flavor it for me. So you're using Penny's eyes, right? Yeah. So that's expertise, insight, and observation, which would be wits. So I need you to roll plus wits. All right. Thankfully I have like, uh, plus one, but two, two. Okay, good. I I have some bonuses because wits is my, is my... Weakest stat, wits and iron. <laughs> okay, so then, oh, I rolled a one. Oh my god, I rolled a one and a three on the d10s. Like, and then... So the opposite of Euphemia's <laughs> experience. Yeah. On the d6, I rolled a two, and then I add a plus one. I add plus three. That's five. Nice. So that's a strong hit, right? Yeah. Your highest d10 was less than that. Uh, yeah, so what I'm going to do... There's not much to secure an advantage for right now than okay. what I've already described, which is just normal stuff. Mm. So you're going to kind of bank that uh, from when you see, like, when you guys are, 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 well, when Rufus is fighting solo, really, you'll be able to see who he's fighting and what kind of advantage you can secure. Because right now, there's no real advantages that are dynamic enough to really secure. I'm just going to use yeah. that role for later. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, like on a strong hit, I gain advantage, choose one, take control, make another move now. When you do, add plus one, or prepare to act, take plus two momentum. So this will happen when you decide to enter into combat, I think. Perfect. Yeah. All right, and that's pretty much all that I'm doing. I just did this really cool ritual that no one saw, except for maybe Euphemia, seeing from the shadows. Um, and yeah, 
just my dragons flying around waiting for Rufus to appear so I can appear next to him. That's me. Okay, Euphemia, you see a dragon fly off of uh, Avarice's shoulder and a small red explosion. All right. Uh, I am heading away because, you know, hiding with someone else is not my thing. So did you know Rupert Matthews from The Age of the Gladiators, or perhaps Chet Falkenheiner via Quora, says, At the top of the Colosseum, there was a forest of stone posts and wooden poles supporting the roof. It was worked by teams of sailors drafted from the Roman fleet who were adept at handling sails, which were worked on a similar system of canvas and ropes. The shades were pulled over most of the open space in the afternoon, and water could be sprayed on the audience if the temperature got too high, which makes me kind of sad because I've been to a baseball game and they don't do that for you with the half jerks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I've been, to, I've been to games where they have the roof that like will open and close on the fly, but I don't get misted. Yeah, what the heck? So now I'm jealous of ancient Rome, but also I'm up in the rafters because do you know what eats animal hide sails and stuff like that? Euphemia. No, bugs. <laughs> bugs do. There's a type of moth that it's called the, the clothes moth, I guess, because like what else oh, would yeah. you call it? And it exclusively feeds exclusively on animal fibers, especially wool, fur, silk, feathers, felt, and leather, and whatever the heck sails are made out of and ropes and stuff. So I'm there with my spray canister, and I'd like to convince the sailors that I need to be here because their sails are in danger. Uh, so I want that to be my... Yeah. Okay, so here's one of the downsides that of of Iron Sworn is that I can't allow advantage, even though when the flavor is so good and the explanation <laughs> is so plausible. So I I think advantage would be too powerful. It's okay. I just I have got three stat three paths that make me do this. Okay, so I'm just willing to go against the dice. I okay. also want rocks. No particular reason. I just want rocks on me. Can I have gotten rocks? You can have gotten rocks. Thanks. All right. <laughs> and bones if you wanted to. Because no, you were down in the pits, right? Good. I just like heavy things, like maybe like a water bottle or like a rock or like a knife or something. Anyway, so... um. Okay, I get it. I, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Heavy things. Bowling balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my pretender thing says, when you establish a false identity role plus shadow on a strong and a weak hit, you can add plus one or plus two. For weak or strong and when you compel by lying bluffing stealing or cheating add a plus one from trickster and then when you gather information within an enemy area to discover blah 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 um you may roll plus shadow instead of i think i'm rolling plus shadow anyway because it's compel by lying so whenever you move to hide within an area held by an enemy add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit so that's the question is this an area Held by an enemy. Um, because it's an area that would otherwise be restricted to you, yes, I would say. Sweet. So I'm going to roll. I'm going to add plus two regardless, plus three from shadow, and then if it's a strong hit, plus two again, and if it's a weak hit, plus one. So also, dice are my enemy, and I don't trust them. So mm -hmm. I'm coming for you, ten. You are, adding, anyway. you are adding a positive or doing whatever mechanic th thing is appropriate for establishing a false identity because you do have that um, contractor pass, which counts as a false identity as far as I'm concerned. Yes. All right. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I shouldn't have taunted you, Dice. <laughs> I uh -oh. take it back. Why don't you love me? Uh, that was a, a one on my D6. But 
You know what? Screw you, Dice, because plus three shadow makes it a four, plus one from Infiltrator, and makes it a five, and then plus one from Trickster makes it a six, and then because that's either a weak or a strong hit, that's either plus one or plus two, and my two d10s were five and six. Nice. So, so I don't need you, Dice. I got a one on my d6, and I beat you anyway. Suck it. I hate luck. Such a rogue <laughs> thing. I hate luck. <laughs> I don't need it. This is such a rogue thing to do. Um, yeah, the dice don't matter. I'm just going to take a success anyway. Um, <laughs> I got above it. That is totally fine by me. Um, I was hoping you succeed because this is really cool. I like where this is going. The momentum track is when you throw out dice, and now I've got plus seven on them. So I can throw out literally a seven or below next time. Screw you, dice. Yeah. So yeah. the momentum lets you eliminate uh, dice that are below whatever your momentum is. All right. So I'm, if you get a 10 in momentum, if you're able to earn that high, <laughs> that's just day. an automatic strong hit without ever nice. having to worry about it. And you don't ever have to choose about burning momentum until after you see your initial dice roll. Okay, I like, I kind of, I was starting out not a fan of Iron Sword because of the 10s, you know? But now I'm like, if you, <laughs> can, <of> the <laughs> if you can overcome the dice, just it's got kind a, of... a war of attrition on dice. <laughs> <laughs> I will beat you. Dice. <laughs> One day. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so anyway, so I got a seven um, with a one on the dice, beating my five and a six for a strong hit, and I've got a plus seven momentum going forward. Insane. I love it. So uh, what is your objective? I know you're there under the pretense to spray for clothes moths. (laughs) Um, What is your real reason? I want to drop rocks as my ranged attack. Oh, (laughs) I like it. Um, okay, so in that case, I'm gonna have to, to we're gonna have to figure out how many rocks you have. How big are these rocks that you want to drop? I got a one in heart, so about as large as a small girl can carry. <laughs> okay. Um, what about iron? What's your iron at? That's also a one. We're really talking small rocks here. It's not <laughs> okay. I mean, a small rock going fast can still cause some problems. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's the bullet strategy. <laughs> um, roll plus they're both one, so roll plus iron. Okay. Just no, no, no d tens. Just a d six. That was a three. You have three rocks. So yeah, plus one iron. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, Sounds so good. so four rocks then. Hey. So you rolled. Yeah. I'll take it. All right, you guys. Nice. I'm here for you like four times. There we go. I like it. <laughs> So you're in the rafters, ready to throw things. Um, Why am I and here? then uh, we have uh, Avarice in the uh, subterranean area about to pop out. And we have Rufus, who has been disrespected and patronized by oh no. the hero of the people. <laughs> Ain't no respect uh, the pirate needs. That, uh, is there anything else anybody would want to do or try to do before we get underway with the actual event of the day? Greatly reconsider my life choices. <laughs> okay. Um, commune with heart. all of the gore and skulls and, uh, and, and bones that are all down there. You <laughs> guys don't know what Avarice is doing. You guys probably, you guys, pro- no one really wants to know what she's doing. <laughs> Anyways. <Yeah. laughs> But something, you, I would something like, devilish. I would like to braid my mutton chops. <laughs> Roll edge. That is that is dexterity 
based uh, activity, and uh, you have one hand. So roll d- roll edge without the d10s. No, no. Uh, roll edge with roll the d10s. Normal. Yeah. All right. So I got a two and a five, and I got an eight. <laughs> okay. So any kind of braid that you want to do, yeah, you have beautiful French braid each mutton chop. <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah, I'm ready. So do the braids hang straight down, or are they braided so that they kind of follow your jawline over your shoulder? The- no, they hang straight down. I want them whipping around like crazy. Nice. Okay, on a strong hit like that, you also find in your cubby uh, two uh, kind of like cuffy, beady things that fit the bottom of the braids of your um, uh, mutton chops. Uh, like a like an ornament at the bottom, if you so choose to to place it. Oh yeah, and in fact, if you'll allow some mm-hmm. shenanigans, it's I would all shenanigans the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there's a line as the oracle you probably have to draw. I would like to dip my mutton chops in some poisonous flower, and when the battle starts, I'm going to light them as if I was a weird knockoff Blackbeard. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> so that my I really like the Blackbeard idea. <laughs> I really, really do. Um, yes, you may. All that right. is absolutely okay. However, there will be no poison mechanics for this, and that was also to your benefit because you'd have fumes <laughs> under your nose. Um, but you can uh, definitely get some smoke and mutton chops going. I love it. Uh, because that's metal as hell. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's really cool. We've okay. got that. Um, I'm re- I'm we have uh, everybody in places. Are we ready to start the event? Sure. I see some nodding. I see. I hear yes. Um, okay. So uh, through an amplified voice that you can only assume is through magic, or through a very sophisticated kind of horn that this guy is yelling through you hear the mc for the day and he goes all right everybody listen up we have a great ticket for you today we have sworn to be wild new challengers uh consisting of a uh one-handed gentleman by the name of rufus and a a uh, winged individual by the name of Avarice and a rock. By the, <laughs> Strangely by, prescient. I was going to say, it works even better now. <laughs> by the name of Euphemia. Can we hear some cheers for our new challengers? And the crowd's a little light and they never heard of you before. So it's just like polite claps, unfortunately. Do I go, do I go out though? Like, am I... Am I being... uh, he's he's reading out the tickets. Uh, there are handlers in the uh, uh, fighter locker room uh, who will be kind of saying, hey, you're good to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Um, so he's reading off the other fighters. Okay. Um, you have like uh, Rock Hot Steven Dallas. Um, you have uh, the Boulder. Uh, you have... Uh, um, Deagle the Eagle Richards. Um, <laughs> you have uh, the um, uh, the coroner 
who has never been beaten, but we all know it's fake, right? He's got a big no. wide brim hat, big long trench coat. He's kind of <laughs> just the guy who comes in at the end. Um, and last, but certainly not least, the man you are all waiting for, Thwayban Alafaya. <laughs> and the crowd loses their minds. They go absolutely insane. They... <laughs> and uh, they begin with th- stuff that doesn't include you. Um, that you kind of see uh, these like you are impressive. Like make no mistake, you, they can see by the cut of your jib and the fact that you came as a duo that you're not necessarily just the amateur opener. There's like younger individuals going out. Um, there are people who are specifically took on the beast challenges. Um, that are uh, fighting tigers and whatnot, and the tigers do pretty darn well. Uh, <laughs> and there's just blood gushing down into the pits. Um, avarice. <laughs> oh, I, this could be great. Are you? Do you care if you get hit by gouts of blood? Oh, I I want to because that'll that'll make my entrance even better. So if you're trying to either avoid or get hit by blood, I need you to roll an edge. Edge? Okay. I'm going to try to get hit by as much blood in the most tasteful spots as possible. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, that's, oh, no. I rolled a six and a nine on my d10s and a one plus, yeah, a one. I, I rolled a three. So, yeah, six and nine on my d10s. So it's a miss. It's a miss. So the blood misses you. <laughs> You're totally clean. You're absolutely clean. Um, that being said, there are puddles there. Um, I won't make you roll if you want to just kind of scoop some up and put some where you need it to be, but you won't get the same level of drenched as you would have. Just like eh, scooping little yeah. hand scoops of blood onto yourself. So how would you ornate yourself with uh, blood that you can find in puddles and kind of only administer via hands? And wings. So if you've ever seen like a bird bathing, like you'll see that they just go in wings first and they'll just like, like they'll they'll just like flap their wings around in it. So I'm just only going to like do the edges of my feathers of my wings that when I spread them, blood goes flying everywhere. So I was going to have you do that uh, (laughs) if you had a hit. So that's totally fine. (laughs) Um, I was going to, I was going to flavor it because I think that's super cool. Okay. Um, Absolutely. Uh, anything else that you would like to do? Like any patterns you want to draw on yourself? Um, make it look like you have eye black, only it's blood under your eyes. Like, do you want to eat some? <laughs> nah, like I, I'm smelling it. I'm just like, hmm, is this some like, is, is there any like good blood here? Like tasty blood? <laughs> what kind of blood do you like to eat? Because <laughs> uh... there might be. It's people. The blood of virgins. <laughs> Most Why of these guys have gotten it in. <laughs> just kidding. Um, that, that's just like a whole cliche devil thing. Um, Less STDs? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yes. Zero. Hopefully. But um, no, I think, no, I think everyone has uh, is of age and, and has done of age things before they face their death in the arena. <laughs> Is that good? That's good. That's good. Question mark. That's good. Period. There we go. Settled on an opinion. 
That's yeah, good. no, like, um, yeah. So she, there, there's no blood there to her liking. So she's just like, eh, whatever. Just gonna use it for decorative reasons. Yeah, she, she's not gonna paint any like stuff on her. It doesn't really show up on her anyways, cause she has purple skin. So yeah, she's just gonna use it as like a bit of like extra, just little effects, visual effects. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, remember that when you reveal yourself. Yes. Um, and uh, is it good that they found like someone to care about and love, or is it bad <laughs> that they? I'm still on that. I'm sorry. Is it better to die with someone to mourn you, or no? We're moving on. <laughs> hey man, this could have been a one night stand kind of thing. We don't know these people's know. lives exactly, and there's nothing wrong with that. Do they have kids? Like, this is worse now. I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some orphans been made today. Great. But, uh, well, not really orphans, like single parent households. Great. Oh. Uh. The life of a gladiator. Okay. The blood of virgins is better for gladiator. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving along. Uh uh, Euphemia, are you doing anything during the fights that don't include your friends? No, man, I'm spraying for bugs. <laughs> You're fantastic. Um, luckily, the wind takes the poison that you're spraying um, and uh, harmlessly disperses it over the city. It is too diluted to hurt anybody by the time it uh, gets to uh, respiratory levels. Um, and I'm going to say you're smart enough not to blow it into the wind. So you don't, you don't poison yourself. And there's legitimately poisons that work by targeting things only insects do. I guess, but. Like it really uh, would stop me from making an exoskeleton. I'm so sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that's a build for another season, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Uh, after some bloodshed, some cheers, some glory earned, you see the handler after he sends the next, uh, individual up the stairs, he waves you over Rufus and, uh, he says, so you are sworn to be wild. That's us. Yep. Me and my teammates. (laughs) He kind (laughs) of looks around. And he's like, teammates, uh, I don't see anyone else. I mean, I, 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 if you have multiple personalities, uh, I'm not <laughs> judging here. Uh, but uh, uh, where's the rock? I got to see the rock. Uh, and I say, if I showed you the rock now, there'd be no surprise. Oh, <laughs> I could drop one. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, look, buddy. What has three arms, three legs, and and three eyes? Sorry. I don't rightly know. It's three pirates. That's the joke. Uh, And then I would just uh, try to walk past him and (laughs) ignore his questions. (laughs) Uh, Success. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) He's tired. All he wants to do is get the people up to where they need to die. Love it. Oh, my gosh. So I make my way up to the arena. Uh, yeah, you, so you follow the steps. It's a one way you don't, you can't get lost. There's no turns, right? It's okay. a little ways up because you're quite, quite low into the ground. Uh, as you, uh, ascend the stairs, it gets noticeably warmer because you were under, like you were subterranean. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the condensation. Do you wear metal? Do you wear metal armor or leather no, armor? Leather. Leather? Okay. Um, so the air gets noticeably thicker and uh, warmer despite it being a dry heat. You came from a very uh, dark, I mean, uh, a very uh, cold place. Mm-hmm. And uh, it feels kind of nice, but it also starts to uh, feel thick in your respiratory system. Hmm. Uh, and uh, you uh, get to the uh, doors. They're like kind of double doors, right? And uh, there's another handler there, and he kind of holds his hand out, um, and uh, and he says, okay, when the MC uh, announces your name, you come out, you do whatever big bravado thing you want to do, and uh, you will fight your challenger after he's announced. Uh, do, do you understand? Yep. Okay. Um, I know <laughs> I just told you, but where is the rest of your team? Because I thought there was going to be uh, like more than one. Yeah, there's definitely two to three um, teammates uh, somewhere in that range. <laughs> I, and, love, um, I love the to three yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and um to four how many do you want to expect <laughs> yeah and the thing about sworn to be wild is that we're not sworn to be organized we're not sworn to be rule followers and so they'll be there don't you worry about it mm, okay I, I mean you do you man I don't really care wonderful um, just another salary man just doing <laughs> so, his job. Yeah, right. Working for the uh, weekend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, you hear the uh, MC come over the uh, magical PA system with a loud <laughs> echoey voice. And he says, all right, we announced them first, but they're about to go near last. We have the newcomers sworn to be wild. And you hear a lot louder cheers than from last time. Hmm. And uh, probably because there's more people. Um, you definitely see more people, Avarice, through your familiar's eyes mm-hmm. um, who are in the stands. And uh, the doors open. The can bright I light, fl- light the, can I light the flower? Absolutely, you can. So I get the smoky mutton chops kit. Continue, <laughs> um, and the uh, the doors open. The bright light floods in. Uh, it almost goes white, like it's a it's a. The double doors are quite large, and they are um, they kind of arc at the top. Okay. So it's a big kind of gothic arc arch of white, and then you step out into the sun. Not a cloud in the sky. There's canvas sheets in the uh, in the ceiling. Um, and you see sand and some, uh, scaffolding should you wish to climb it. Um, and you step out. They have not announced your opponent yet. You are the first one to, uh, be announced. Okay. I would like to climb something. Uh, Rufus probably loves this, by the way. This is like, he was all about like showmanship as a pirate and being ridiculous. So he's, I'm going to say Rufus climbs onto like a small pedestal or something like that. And he holds his, he keeps his hook hand behind his back and he holds mm-hmm. up his other hand to like quiet the crowd. And so he, the highest piece of scaffolding is two stories tall. 
I don't want to um, get that tall. <laughs> so there's another one that's one story tall. Yeah. Or do we'll you want to go a little lower than that? No, we'll go one story. We'll go mid. A solid okay. bronze level. Right. <laughs> or no, silver so you're, level. You're one story up. Okay. And I hold my hand up and I get the qu- crowd to quiet. Yep. They quiet. And down. I say, do you know why pirating is so addictive? And then I wait for a moment for answers. Why? <laughs> um, Why is people... pirating so addictive? <laughs> oh, it comes from the canvas. No, it comes from the crowd. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah, you hear you hear you hear one guy who bites, and he goes, "Why yeah. is it so addictive?" <laughs> they say, "Once you lose one hand, you get hooked." And I hold up the other <laughs> hand of mine, which is a hook, and. Uh, um. Yeah, so I don't know the, if I should roll for that bad uh, bad joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll um, heart for that. Uh, okay, so it's three and a six. I rolled a three. What's my heart? My heart is one. So I got a my I got a weak I got a weak hit on my crowd pleasing <laughs> comment. <laughs> Some of the crowd laughs. Nice. Um, you don't get all of them to 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 raucously uh roll on the floor laughing uh or raffle as the uh youth say yeah <laughs> all right i'm ready so you're, you're you're done with your uh uh presentation uh yeah i i think so i think i'd just turn and face the doors and maybe i'd try to like i've been real confident about my team but maybe I would actually like to peek around and see if I notice any of my teammates anywhere at all. But um, okay, roll a wits. Okay, I got a six and an eight. My wits is decent. Uh, I got a weak hit again. Okay, uh, so you notice you cannot see avarice, but you uh, do look up and you see a uh, the glint of some kind of metallic container in the rafters. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then you see uh, the nondescript shape of an uh, individual with long hair that you can only imagine is Euphemia. Okay. I feel better. Um, and uh, you also notice um, a well-dressed uh, female individual little older, very opulently dressed, uh, sitting in a balcony-ish box, definitely where the uh, sovereign of the city would be, whether he be a mayor um, or a king. Uh, There's definitely somebody sitting there that is going to be, is an important individual. Beside that guy is who you recognize as Tabitha Montgomery. Oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> She's fanning herself with a feather fan. All right. I let out an audible sigh. <laughs> Are you looking at her when you do that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Maybe a little head shake, too, as the She's smoke looking... from my mutton chops waves <laughs> around my face. She's looking down at you, waving her, I mean, fanning herself with her, her fan. Uh, you know, uh, opera glasses oh, yeah. in the other, uh, looking down at you and just, it's too far away, but you're sure she has like, yeah, like tutted for sure. Yeah, okay, I believe it. All right. <laughs> Tabitha. All right. 
And I say, all right, bring this thing on. Um, and the uh, MC, who you see is a rotund, uh, pink toga-wearing, uh, golden curled... Like, if he was a baby, he'd look like a cherub, right? <laughs> but he's an adult man, a grown man, uh, <laughs> looking like this. Rosy-cheeked and everything. Uh, there's something unsettling about looking like at an adult man who looks like this. That would be adorable as a baby, but is not. Uh, and he bellows again. Um, you can tell he's using some kind of uh, thaumaturgical magic uh, to amplify his voice. And he says through glowing hands cupped over his mouth, and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only... Thwayban Alafaya. And it was, <sighs> everyone loses their minds again. And he says, now, you might be wondering why Thwayban is taking on three at once. This was at special request of the champion to be himself. And the opposing side opens, the doors open. And Thwayban comes uh, strutting out. Uh, there's pyrotechnics, uh, there's confetti, there's all kinds of things. People are throwing, um, like rubber snakes, wooden snakes, uh, onto the, uh, arena floor. It seems to be something to do with, uh, uh, an image he's cultivated for himself, something to do with snakes. Um, and they're, uh, all cheering except for the kids who obviously are wearing, uh, Basala merchandise. They're going boo, but the, you can only see them going boo. You can't even hear them going boo because there's that much applause for this guy. And uh, yeah, he jumps up. He goes two stories up. One eyebrow goes up, you know, and uh, and then he hushes the crowd too. You know, both hands kind of with a shushing motion, with like the palms down, and people go quiet really quickly. And he says. Now, I thought I would be fighting three individuals. I mean, well, two people and a rock. And everyone goes, ha, 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 It just starts laughing, even though there was no real joke. <laughs> and he says, but I only see one before me. I thought there'd be much more of a challenge. Hmm, pity that. And he goes, well, let's make this quick. And he draws his sword. Yeah, um, while he's doing that, I would like to make my entrance. Okay. So, uh, do you want to make it mid-speech, or do you want to do it poignant, like, at the end of his speech? Like, oh, at no. what point? Um, I, I have a plan. So, basically, you know how Penny's, like, out there? Well, she's going to start flying around, kind of just, like, uh, at first, like, flying around him. She's trying to do a little bit of trickery. She's, like, almost dive-bombing him. And then I'll have my other dragon, Malum, come out, like, during the middle of his, of his speech. And then, um... And then, like, I will come out, but in the smoke that Rufus has produced with his beard, huh. like, toward the end or in the middle, basically anything to undermine his performance and um, just, like, appear <laughs> as if, like, him saying stuff did not have anything to do with my appearance. <laughs> but I would like to, like, the, the dragon will eventually land on his shoulder, and then the other one will land right where I'm about to go, and there's going to be, like, a cloud of smoke because I'll have set, like, a little fire where I appear from. <laughs> I need to double check some names here. Um, 
the stained glass dragon's name is Malum. Uh, Malum. Okay. Yeah. Malum. 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 Yeah. So, uh, Malum flies around, and uh, because Malum's a girl or a guy. Um, a male. Also, he can like refract light. Like light can go into him and then just like scatter around to make a rainbow because he, he's made of stained glass. And I would like to make that effect to kind Darn of like it, that was going to be my thing. Oh. I was going to be the creative one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do the cool flavor thing. <laughs> okay, go for it. I, I started. You, you can add on. No, now I don't want to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So I was going to say stained glass dragon refracts light so uh flavor it up for me would you please avarice okay so as he's performing his speech you see one like little black dragon flying around at first then it lands on um rufus's shoulder like exhales a little puff of poison smoke and then um you see another one like emerging from like beneath the ground in one of those holes that probably cannot see have no idea where it's coming from it just starts flying around and then it catches the sunlight in a way that just like refracts um all over the stadium and just like i would like to do like a dazzling effect and the crowd is kind of like um is kind of distracted by it um from from like his his words and then once the crowd is like distracted um the dragon will like land and like create a little pattern and then i will emerge from that pattern nice and from the smoke so all of that happens exactly mm-hmm. as you describe um i but i do want you to roll heart yes okay Rolled a three and a six and a five on the on the d6. So three, six, and the d10. Five plus three is eight. So that's a strong hit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So you come shooting right up exactly where you want to be. Yep. And y- if there's any, so you like, what's the posture that you're in? Well, I, I would like to like appear basically in like a little plume of smoke that appears from Rufus's smoke, like as if mm-hmm. I'm being conjured by the smoke from his beard. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, yes, we are, we are a team, indeed, and I would like to show that. And I would like to stand <laughs> behind him, not, like, go in front of him. But, yes, I'll go um, either the platform that's right, like, if it goes all the way where he is, then I'll go, like, a little bit lower than where he is. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just, like, appear in there and then, like, spread my wings and emerge from the smoke. Perfect. Um, when you do that, the blood flicks off your wings. Yeah. And glistens in the sunlight. And the fight begins. So let's get going with this combat. Let's do it. Yeah. So the first thing we need to do is the equivalent of rolling for initiative, which is called entering the fray. Um, so uh, you will um, all need to roll. You know what? No, I'm going to wait um, until you guys actually decide how you're going to attack. So... Um, he is going to jump off of the two-story uh, scaffold, perfect uh, front flip, and stick the landing and start running towards you guys at an alarming rate of speed. What do you do? Hmm. Well, first of all, I will say, um, I will say, like fairly loudly, you will relive this moment every time, ta- every life cycle when you're in hell, <laughs> and then I'll just like smile. Um, devilishly, and draw my golden sword. Okay. He can hear you, and he says, I'll see you there. And he does not stop. Um, Rufus, what would you like to do? Hmm. I suppose 
None of my things really work here, so I think I'll just... I will pull into my pouch and pull out my wooden articulating glove with the plans to slap him across the face as if I wanted to do duel him. <laughs> and when he gets there, Love it. That's all. Love it. <laughs> so preparing. What would you like to do? I spray for clothes, Moss. <laughs> okay. Um, they fall at your mighty spray. They are no match for you. Yay. Uh, th- they would fall into the arena. However, their d- dead bodies are light and they have wings. <laughs> so they drift into the city. <laughs> so the body count has, it, in your favor, quite high right now. However, the relevant target has not been harmed yet. Um, so he is going to uh, enter. The, well, I, okay, I can't roll. So you guys are going to enter the fray. Uh, because he has closed the distance now. You guys are ready. So um, I need only Avarice and Rufus to roll uh, heart. Euphemia, you're hidden, so you don't need to roll that. Yeah, I'm not entering the fray because ambush people kind of suck long term. Like, I I noticed that there's a lot of ending the battle difficulty with Iron Sworn. So yes. my plan is only to enter if they start to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, or like the way right the way before, I see it, yeah. if you're going to sneak attack, I'm going to let you have a strike instead of a clash because technically you would always have initiative because they don't know you're there, which means you have the upper hand and you're physically higher than they are. So if you do want to drop a rock, it will be a strike roll. Hmm. Yeah, that's and plus iron or plus edge, and I think mine is plus one, plus one. So well, I'm just going to chill. <laughs> The other thing I'm going to say is I'm going to let I'm going to let you roll shadow for that because it is a sneaky attack. I'll just chill here, and when you need him to die, I will tragically fall to my death from these rafters onto him, and then survive. (laughs) What a hero! (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! All right, that's duly noted. (laughs) All right, Um, to it, but to do it. So with Um, the heart thing, I met the the top end of the. Of my D10s? So it's like the you, same number? Okay, so it isn't meet it to beat it. It's only beat it to beat it. Okay, so it's a weak so hit. So you, you got a weak hit. Avarice, what did you get? So I rolled an 8 on both of my D10s, but on my <gasps> D6, I rolled a 6 plus 3, which is a 9. So what? that is a <laughs> strong hit. You take plus 2 momentum, and you have initiative. And a match. Oh, yeah, yeah, and a match. So in that case, I'm going to f- do some flavor. So <laughs> in the book, if you don't have imagination or you can't be asked because you have some fatigue or some block, there are tables for this. However, I am under no such block right now. Um, I'm going to let you take two actions. Two actions? Mm-hmm. Okay. This could be to the detriment of my NPC. However, <laughs> I think matches should be rewarded. <laughs> Great. Um, so first of all, I would like to, is there like a way to like intimidate or like, I don't know, make, make it weaker through sheer, make that person weaker through sheer force of will? You can certainly try. Cause, um, describe yeah. to me what you're doing and I will tell you the relevant skill or give you a couple of skills you can choose from. So basically I'll just like, as he's, as he's charging toward us, I'll just point at him and laugh and say, <laughs> funny, she's, no, I'll say, 
<laughs> Funny you should say that, darling, because um, I can come back from hell. You can't. And she's she's gonna make her eyes glow red, and like the and like the like some golden lines appear on her face, and basically she's like assigning him a fate in hell right now, and she's saying, "I know exactly where you're going." <laughs> okay. Um, so I need like you to roll. Thing. Let's see what we got here. Heart. Okay. Because oh. you're telling the truth. Okay, so I got a um, ten and a six on the d10s and i got a three plus three is um is six so i got a is that like a weak hit that's a weak hit okay because you got within the range so he is going to falter for you see him falter for a second but he is cocky and he is brave so he's going to keep going however um you do see that his uh, he's holding a sword in his right hand, right? And his left leg seems to have a, the slightest bit of a limp when you kind of caught him off guard like that. Hmm. Just something to think about. For your second action, what would you like to do? I would like to um, do a companion action. So um, I will send my studded young wyvern, Malum, my um, glass dragon, to... Um, to, to strike him, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to strike him on that leg. And also, once I send it toward him, when it lands on the ground, it grows to like the size of a horse because it's, it has a furnace in its heart, so it can grow in size. Well, he can. So yeah, he'll have you a dragon attack him. <laughs> you surprised me and Thorgan. Um, Okay, so uh, Malum touches down to intercept him. Um, positionally. Yeah. Okay. To, to, to strike him as well. I have to roll plus heart. Okay. Um, while you're doing that, I'll flavor it. Um, so Malum touches down. And as he touches down... Yes, Malum's a boy? Yes, yes. Malum's a he. Malum touches down. His rib cage opens up and you see the furnace, the glass furnace inside of him. Burn brightly. Gouts of flame come out of his chest. And... Uh, his form is molten for a second as it expands and stretches into a larger, spikier, more vibrant version of himself. And he roars, shards of glass and flame coming out of his throat, um, ready to face down Thwayban. Yes. I'm glad I did him justice. You really did. So... Uh, we need to roll an attack on the part of Malum, don't we? Yes. So, um, because I have the upgrade Savage, when I strike by commanding my Wyvern to attack, roll plus heart. Your Wyvern inflicts three harm on a hit. Okay. Um, I will rule that as a strike because you noticed that, um, uh, Thwayban has the slightest issue with his left leg. So, um, I need you to roll heart, unless you did already. Yes. And um, I got a 10 and a 4 on my d10s and a 4 oh, plus no. a 3 on my d6. So I think that's a weak hit since I got a 4 and a 7. Okay. Um, it doesn't say strong or weak hit, so I think he just takes 3 harm. Oh, for people yeah, like, playing at home, uh, every enemy has 10 HP. And the strength of the enemy is how much damage they take. So Thwayban has 10 HP. 
every enemy has 10 HP. The amount of harm you do is the strength of the hit. So Thweben has 7 out of 10 at this moment in time. So that is a strong hit. Um, He didn't expect it. Um, Malum uh, uses that flame to try to hit Thweben on his left side and succeeds. Um, Thweben tries to dodge, gets hit, is still able to uh, uh, tuck and roll and is still running, but now his route has been interrupted by a large dragon (laughs) and is taking a circuitous route uh, towards Rufus, who he is now targeting because uh, Avarice is now blocked by a big old glass dragon. (laughs) Yep. Um, This is now... uh, Rufus, you rolled a strong hit on your initiative, right? No, I did a weak. A weak hit. Okay, so that means Thweban is actually going to clash with you. Yeah, that was what I was so, afraid of. <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to hit you. Yeah, I don't know why he, I, did, I need to be ranged. That was the point of my character. Remind me to not stay here. Continue. All right. <laughs> um, he is going to slash at you. Okay. Um, for, uh, oh, every character in Ironsworn has five hit points, and that's all they get. Um, he's going to slash at you for three harm. Oofta. Is that three hit points? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah, Mm. he's going to, he's going to hit you for three harm. Although, um, in combat, no, that's if you get a weak hit, you have to pay the price. I'm not going to make you pay the price because you already got hit. So you've taken three harm. Okay. Um, he is able to shear off one of your mutton chops. <gasps> oh no. Yeah, I know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh the smoking uh mutton chop, it's the right one. Or your left, um, falls to the ground, uh still smoking. Darn, it's the one I can see. Um no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> covered my right eye. <clears throat> um well ouch. Okay, so I have minus three. Okay. And what weapon do you have drawn right now, Rufus? Well, okay. <laughs> I have my hook in my right hand, and I have this stupid wooden glove that I was going to smack him across the face with as a dueling thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also like to say that I have a ranged weapon, which canonically is like storm magic. Okay. So... Right now, in this moment, I'm probably going to scrap the idea of the glove and use my hook. <laughs> and because I'm right next to him. Um, but then I'll want to try to get away from him, unless I can do that first and then so, hit. there are no attacks of opportunity in this game that I can see. Okay. So you can move away from him if you like. I think I'd rather move and do a ranged thing, because that's edge, if I'm reading correctly, versus iron. Mm-hmm. And my yes. edge is good. Okay. Uh, I look at him in the eyes and I say, how dare you, sir? A pirate's facial hair is his essence. And then I run away and shoot him as I run. (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, roll edge. Okay. What are you shooting with? A hand crossbow? A bow? What do you have? Uh, if you don't mind, it would be like, uh, like a lightning bolt, like ocean storm magic. Yes, absolutely. So you see uh, Rufus, like, 
lightning course across his uh, his good arm, the one without a hook, and it coalesces in his hand, and you, the smell of salt water and everything, it's like an ocean breeze blasts out. I rolled a 6 and a 10, but I got a 6, and I got a 3, so that's a weak hit. Barely okay. didn't get this, the above it, but yeah. So you have a weak hit. Um, inflict your harm. Okay, which if we're calling this a deadly weapon, it, it is. So two harm. Okay. You have nothing else that amplifies it or anything like that? Not that I can think of, no. Or that I see. Okay. Because all of my, <laughs> admittedly, all of my paths and things are like about getting more money and driving boats. So. Well, we're in the desert. <laughs> yeah, so admittedly, it was not uh, helpful in the scenario. But to harm, I'll take that. And then okay. I will, uh, I'll just try to get away from him, maybe behind a scaffolding or something. Okay. Uh, you are successfully in cover. Okay. Uh, you do notice that when you strike his metal, you, you aim for setter mass. On a weak hit, you all, I'm going to say you always aim for setter mass because it's the easiest thing to yeah. hit. Especially He's with lightning. He's wearing a metal breastplate. Ooh. Uh, you notice that he goes rigid and immobile for a second. Nice. Um, and uh, although he recovers very quickly, you notice that, yes, it does affect his metal. Okay. I will make um, a mental note of so that. He, so if you want to know exactly what he has his metal on him, sword, um, he has uh, like just wrist guards that are... So he, his gloves are leather, but his wrist guards are metal, his shin guards are metal, and his breastplate's metal, and his sword is metal. Okay. No metal helmet. Okay. Um, and uh, and yeah, so that would conclude your turn, unless mm. there's something else that you uh, think you might be able to fit in there. Mm, no, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, Euphemia, still <laughs> killing moths. <laughs> okay. Uh, the war is going in your favor. Um, the moths have now created a legend about you. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, you are known as the Leather Reaper, if that matters. <laughs> um, if you ever shrink down to Moth Society, there might be a problem. Uh, moving on to Avarice. So, how many HP does Thoiben have right now? I think it's five. Uh, of he them. is, yeah, he's half, half gone. Okay. Noted. Um, Avarice, it is your turn and your dragon's turn. Yeah. So, I, I guess I can either like try to. Um, like fire a blast of hellfire at him or command my dragon to attack. You know what? Yeah. I'm just going to like sit back, arms crossed, looking down at him with my glowing red eyes and my dragon's going to attack him again. <laughs> Super badass. All right, let's go. Okay, I rolled a six and an eight on my d10s and mm -hmm. five plus three and eight. So six and an eight and then an eight. Uh, no pluses to the eight? Uh, oh, eight is just the, um, is the d10. Oh, okay, but on the D6 with all your additions, it's it's an 8. Oh, 5 plus 3 is 8, yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, it's a weak hit. Um, inflict your harm. So how much harm does uh, Malum do? 3? Three? 3, yep. Okay. Um, this time, Malum goes for a tail swipe mm -hmm. and is able to, uh, with uh, spiky glass shards... Um, that embed in the uh, left side because Malum is smart and is going for the uh, weaker side of Thwayban, um, leaving uh, some pretty significant glass shards in, in the left side of Thwayban as he's thrown 
Um, no, it's a weak hit. He's not thrown. Um, as he's uh, he takes the hit. He's a big, strong boy, but he still took some damage. Um, and uh, and yeah, he's uh, he's able though to uh, get on Malum's tail yeah. and take oh. initiative. Okay. Oh. Um, so now he has initiative over Malum. It's his turn. I he would like to going... turn the tide. Okay. So once <laughs> per fight, one f- once per fight, when you risk it all, you may steal initiative from your foe to make a move, not a progress <laughs> move. When you do, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. If you fail to score a hit on the move, you must suffer a dire outcome. Pay the price. Such as falling from the rafters. Hey, that's exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, but if you get a strong hit, you should be fine. And if I have a plus eight to my momentum so I can throw out literally any dice, come for me, dice. Come for me. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to try to strike, and that's plus edge. My edge is two. It's not as good as my shadow of three, but... But it's better than your iron. It's better than my iron. So here comes the rock. Here comes the rock. <laughs> I'm going to drop a rock. Uh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yes. All right. So the way that this works is I got plus one because I turned the tide, right? So four on the dice, plus one, plus two edge is seven, right? Mm-hmm. And then I've got a seven on the dice because these dice are stupid, right? Uh-huh. So do I have to beat it? Yeah, you have to beat it. I use my eight momentum. So now I have one momentum left. And I throw out that seven on the dice. And the three dice is left. So I strongly beat it. Nice. And it says, on a strong hit, inflict plus one harm. I retain initiative. Yeah, he only has two hit points left. So even if a rock wasn't a deadly weapon, which it isn't, um, (laughs) you still do enough to put him down. So from... Everyone's perspective who isn't Euphemia, because it's a sneak attack for everyone. Um, a rock comes hurtling down as this guy's about to mount this dragon and do something cool, right? Um, it just clonks him in the head. You see, a, a, like just kind of a spurt of blood, just dunk, and then he falls off on his back. Just you don't know if he's dazed, you don't know if he's dead, but it was like. Very funny, yet anticlimactic. Just <laughs> dunk, off he goes. <laughs> and there's a bit of a stunned silence. Um, and then the MC goes, With a major upset from Euphemia the Repet Rock! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, ladies and gentlemen. We have made history today. A pet rock has defeated the champion to be. <laughs> Say it ain't so. And people like confusedly clap. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you guys won. You I, won. I I cheer. I look like I'm about to pass out, but I I cheer, <laughs> and I point up to the rafters with my hook, and say, "To rocks." <laughs> to rocks it's just like um and, and i'll say um sworn to be wild coming to rock your world there you go that was <laughs> i was like that was way better ever so i really didn't prep any one-liners <laughs> i should have um, 
one of the uh, the the more witty uh, members of the crowd starts uh, chanting Euphemia, Euphemia, Euphemia. Can I pick up the rock and like hold it up? Yes. So as you hold it up, everyone goes crazy. They go, ah! <laughs> wow, I love it. Um, so you guys won. Uh, there's confetti. There's uh, fireworks. Even though you can't really see them very well, um, up in the up in the presidential box, there you can actually see um, Tabitha doing a, a like a, a ladylike side golf clap, um, and looking at you, inclining her head ever so slightly. Um, eh, progress. It's not with. <laughs> It's not without patronizing, yeah. patronization, but, uh, you know, real recognize real in this moment. Fair. Um, and uh, the uh, you see the form of Thwayban stir a little bit, and uh, the MC uh, says, and now for the... Pr- uh, for the Sovereign's decision, and everyone kind of looks up, and the Sovereign is there, and he holds a fist out. And you see his thumb go out to the side and then he starts to incline it downwards and people start um, kind of (sighs) mass inhale. And then he starts to go upwards a little bit and people (laughs) start to cheer a little bit and then he stops and he puts his thumb away and he addresses you guys directly. And he says, this man has... Same amplified voice as the MC. Um, this man has won many about, killed many a person. I feel it is the right of those who have bested him to decide his fate. What say you? <laughs> Can I? Sworn to be wild. <laughs> Can I take this one? I say, it's up to you guys. And I quiet the crowd and I say, before this match... <clears throat> Thoyman and I agreed that if we met on this field, we would share a drink. And it is customary for my team that we don't drink our own liquor, but we drink that of our opponents. (laughs) And so I will, I would like to try to heal him because technically I am a cleric in the theory and so I want to heal him enough that he could sit up and have a swig with me first, because I, I realized now that I could probably try to heal some stuff. Um, very true. Okay. Uh, you absolutely can. Okay, so I want to try to roll to heal Thoibin. Oh, sure. I got a four and an eight. Ooh, I got a strong heal. <laughs> a strong uh, hit. And yeah, if I remember, if I was correctly, it's just basically like doing like a medicine type thing. Uh, yeah, page 63. Yeah, heal. So treat an injury. Yeah, I got a strong hit. Uh, it says, my cure, my care is helpful. If me or the ally under my care have the wounded condition, they may clear it. Then take or give them up to two health. So I will give him two health. So, uh, how does your healing work? Are you field dressing him or using magic? No, I use magic. Um, I think a seagull flies down out of nowhere. We're in the desert. Uh, and so you see this seagull fly down, land on his head and do that like ridiculous seagull noise that they do. And then it like (laughs) 
and then it like explodes into salt water and flushes over him and like bathes him in salt water and then he pops up. I just made that up. I have no idea. <laughs> so as that happens, the seal goes <laughs> and and explodes into salt water. The sparkling uh, uh, liquid uh, flushes over him and yes, his hair is wet, which is comeuppance for being a jerk. Um, <laughs> but you can he actually see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's just he's just shiny now, um, and uh, you actually see his body Wolverine style push out the shards of glass that he nice. took his damage from uh, Malum, and the wounds start to heal, and uh, he starts to get up, um, and he extends his hand to you, and I extend my beer to him. <laughs> <laughs> He takes the bottle by the neck and clasps your hand before you can pull it back. All right. And that gives you a good shake. And I say... And he says, what? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, you go first. Ahead. You he, first. He, he says, <laughs> I, underestim- I underestimated you, boy. And I say, boy, I'm like 55. And uh, you know what? Whatever. You cut off my mutton chops. And... Uh, I have no good one-liners, and I look at Avarice. I'm like, help me out here. <laughs> He's still holding your hand, and he looks over at Avarice. <laughs> she kind of just, like, um, smiles at, at him and, and says, Well, <laughs> you may live on this plane a bit longer, but you'll be seeing me. She winks. And then, um, like, the, the, the lines on her face kind of disappear. Yeah, she has claimed his soul for her, like, domain of hell. <laughs> Nice. It, it goes over his head. Yep. Because he's a bit of a himbo. Oh, yeah. Um, and he inclines his head, winks, and he says, for once, this is a woman who I hope I don't see again. Um, and uh, and then he turns to Malum. Malum's still big, if you want him to be? Um, he, he is he is for now. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but then, like, he'll, he'll take off into the air and then fly back to me. I hold my arm out kind of like someone expecting like a bird of prey to come back and then he like shrinks in midair okay so when malum does that and he perches on your arm he gives a fencing salute to malum where he brings his sword up to his forehead and tips it and then sheathes it as a sign of respect because that dragon did work <laughs> yeah, it did. um and uh it was really cool uh and he really really has never seen anything like that before and he thinks it's cool as hell even though it beat him <laughs> Uh, he's a he's a jerk, but he's he still has sportsmanship, especially in front of a crowd. Yeah, um, but I don't yeah, throw. I don't throw to, so so does he drink the yeah. beer? <laughs> oh, he definitely does, <laughs> and he gives you his flask. Oh, okay, because you're supposed to share a drink. That's right, and I take a swig. Um, <laughs> what alcohols do you like? Rum, obviously. <laughs> okay, so it tastes like rum with a little bit of honey and a little bit of snake venom. Oh, unfortunate for me. <laughs> yeah, you, you take another piece of harm. Okay, I'm at one. <laughs> this guy drinks snake venom. Love it. That's actually um, cool. <laughs> but And he drinks your beer. He takes a big swig and he brings the bottle down and he kind of looks at you and he kind of wobbles and he just kind of like kind of smacks his lips b- 
before he can even bring his list back together, he just falls face forward into the sand. <laughs> uh, um, the bottle is like under him. <laughs> do I? And people are silent. They're like, <laughs> um, do I, can I? I'm gonna look at Avarice and I say, hey, do you have a like a blade, some sort of like cutting tool? Um, what do you want to use it for? Uh, a little bit of a trim. <laughs> All right. Um, she's gonna she's gonna like hold on to one of her flight feathers and pull it out and then just sharpen it with the dagger and then give her the him the flight feather. Oh, love it! I would like to shave off part of his hair. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take one arm from that just so he can be like shaven by an Arania's feather. There you I go. Take one arm. Um, just one. You don't have to, but I do like the the metalness of it. So you may take one arm if you want, but if you'd rather not, you don't have to. I would like to go to um, like I will. forty-five degree <laughs> yeah. angle partway through his beautiful part and just kind of like <laughs> shave from there down and then oh, take man. my take my shorn off mutton chop and put it on his chest <laughs> and pat him <laughs> um yeah i'm not gonna make you roll for that uh that that happens <laughs> um during this time people are like what is going on <laughs> <laughs> love it all right. Um, after that, I'll, I'll just take up. I'll just take the feather, point it up, and and, and look up at the crowd. <laughs> See what they do. <laughs> they cheer because they're afraid. <laughs> yes. That's the best kind of yes. audience. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the uh, the sovereigns just like, well, we will prepare a uh, funeral litter at once, and uh, good luck to you. Uh, enjoy the prize money. Wait, did they say funeral? Yeah, they think he's dead. Oh. <laughs> no one has explained anything to anyone. Oh, that's fine. They'll have a fun little awakening. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, yeah, so you guys have completed um, the uh, arena um, quest, and you guys have won the prize money. Uh, you, uh, you were able to collect it, uh, after you leave, it will be ready for you. And is there anything else you would like to do in uh, Mensil before you leave? Well, as there's... the last of the moths cower before me. <laughs> <laughs> it's one moth family. It's one moth family. And I turn the other way and I say, I didn't see anything here. <laughs> I did not see anything here. <laughs> and I leave them, you know. Wow. Okay. A little bit of uh, a tiny bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hope for compassion. The clothes moths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, compassion for um, them. You know, okay. you're just so you get creating your villain origin story, your nemesis <laughs> origin story. Well, so you, yeah, the Ekeblim are back. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you're leaving the rafters, right? Yeah. Okay. What you don't see <laughs> is. Uh, a young moth, a young, a young little boy moth, um, puts on like a cowl with like two sharp points <laughs> at the top and a long flowing cape, and he just perches angstily on the edge of one of the rafters. <laughs> oh my god! I like that we. Like, none of us know what a clothes moss look like, right? I have no idea. <laughs> I think they're little and white. Okay. Yeah. That's what... All right. Yeah. There you go. 
All right. It's it's Batmoth. It's Batmoth. Yeah, Moth it's Batmoth. <laughs> Mothman. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. I am. Oh wait, I, there is the, well, there's the one thing we have to do, and we have to get a cart full of poisoned flour and take it with <laughs> oh us. Oh man. Oh man. The Coliseum. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. The B plot that turned into the A plot. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Yes. However, doesn't Avarice have all, that all taken care of because of her? Oh, that's mafia right. It was going to get shipped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I'm definitely going to export some of this poisoned, um, like weevil-ridden flour <laughs> to Tengen. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I will let purposes. you guys, I will let you guys take a personal amount before you leave if you like to refill supplies. <laughs> all right. If you want. If you don't want, fine. I liked the uh, the smoke beard, the pirate kind of thing I'm go- I had going on, so I'm going to get a little bit at least. Keep that trend going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess Did- I'll get some that's like flammable, like to, you know, throw fire and make dramatic entrances again. Yeah. Are the effects of the potion permanent? Do we know from <laughs> It was not promotion? canonically said, <laughs> but Rufus believes so, it's permanent. <laughs> if you believe it's permanent, it is. All right. Do I, I don't have to roll for heart. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> if you want to roll for iron to see if you can try to regrow the un the to regrow the cut one. I'm already doing it. All right, I got a you five can. and an eight. Iron. Oh boy. <laughs> I gotta get it's con I, and strength. I gotta get a six. I got a six. <laughs> you but, regrow wait, it, but that's what? a weak hit. <laughs> oh, so you regrow it. But instead of salt and pepper, it's just salt. Uh-huh. <gasps> I'll take it. A white, a white mutton chop. All right. Yeah, you got black beard, blue beard, red beard, and white chop. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Salt beard. <laughs> salt beard. <gasps> Lamb chop. <Yeah. laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, salt beard's good. I like salt beard. I have to roll with that. Um, as you're, you guys are leaving now, yeah, to get back on the train. Yeah. yeah um. Before I leave, that I'll, I'll make sure that the um that the stall owner, the shop owner, does not say that I bought or like does not show any record that I actually bought from them. I'm gonna try to convince them to like, yeah, I was never here. He didn't seem to care an awful <laughs> lot once we gave yep. him the gold. <laughs> no, nope. pretty much. Yeah, he's just like, you know what? Wait, I can't remember his voice. I think he sounded normal. I think he did. Yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah. Uh, if we don't, if I don't say anything and you don't say anything, I think we're square. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't look yeah. so good on shop records to be selling poisoned weevil-filled <laughs> flour. Yeah. It's in everyone's best interest. That's right. Yep. To just not say anything. Keep shtum, if you will. Exactly. And then I'm just going to shake his hand on that. And then, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, I guess. Okay. Yeah. It did. A deal has been made. Um, and uh, yeah, so you guys are leaving the city. As you're leaving the city, there's already Euphemia the Rock merch. Yes. Being that sold. rock. <laughs> yeah. It's just a, just a gray just mass on a shirt. from the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, the shirts are there because it's easy to produce a rock picture. <laughs> and then just stones that aren't even the same kind of stone as the stone that uh, uh, Euphemia threw or dropped. It's like, if it's granite, they're selling sandstone. Nice. Like, it's not even the same at all. 
And then you have the one guy who's like, this is the real official Euphemia rock, <laughs> rock replicas. And it's like, yeah, it comes with a certificate of authenticity <laughs> that he's just handwritten. He's handwriting them. He's handwriting them to order. And, and it's just pieces of granite, but at least it's granite. Yeah. Um, don't, don't take them for granite. Uh. Rocks fall. Everyone dies. I called it at the beginning of the episode. All right. Yeah, but um, can we get like a royalty deal on these rocks? If anyone's going to get a royalty deal, I think it should be Rufus doing the negotiating because he's got yeah. the stuff. That's right. Do you want to get a merch deal? As a fortune hunter, of course I do. Can okay. I swear an iron vow? To get the best deal <laughs> out of this royalty deal? Yes. Um, because it's immediate, um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna make it troublesome, which means you fill if it isn't four at a time, it's now four at a time. Um to fill oh, it's three progress. Yeah, um it'll be three progress per um haggling one liner. Um so you're haggling with a guy to get this this like official Euphemia rock merch guy to get a royalty deal for your adventuring party who beat Thwayban the Viper, mm -hmm. which was his nickname, um, uh, to get as good as a percentage of a royalty deal as you can. Um, in order to fulfill this progress track, you need to get, well, you can choose to resolve at any time. And what you do is when you, let's say you do it, you get one success, it's three. That would be your your die roll. So you roll your two d10s and take whatever is there. Okay. So ideally, you want to fill the progress bar, but you could do it as early as one success. Chances are you're gonna fail it though. All right. I see. So, yeah. So this guy's uh, talking to you, and he says, "So you're the uh, you're the you're the adventuring party who defeated Thwaybe." Yes, they call me Saltbeard the pirate. <laughs> oh, Saltbeard! That'd be a good little slogan to put on a yep. shirt. Just giving you more. Ammunition, not ammunition. You know what I mean. Like, uh, yes. Well, ideas. I I appreciate I appreciate you giving me that. Um, do I have permission to sell your likeness? Uh, yeah, sure. What could go wrong? <laughs> okay, so it's for free. Perfect. What's for? Well, no, you don't. You have permission doesn't mean you have. You got to pay me for it. Okay, well, hit me with a number. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hey guys, what's it? You hit him with a number. Yeah, I hit him with a, a generous number. A generous <laughs> amount of money. You so slide roll. the paper across the table. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. Could, you could just get a royalty of like of like uh, what twenty percent. That's yeah, a pretty yeah. big royalty. <laughs> That's like a fifth of all. You, you can try. You can try to get okay. half fifty percent royalty <laughs> deal. Yeah, try fifty. I'll try fifty. No, 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 no. Oh. What do I... I don't know. Oh, let's Try go with, we'll go with 20%. Yeah, and I'll see what happens here. So what do I got to do? Can I, like, assist him in this somehow? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do, you, what do I need to do here exactly? Uh, well, uh, what's your stuff? So Wayfinder, no. Waterborne, no. It really is only Fortune Hunter. 100% only Fortune Hunter. <laughs> Okay, so we will swap the keyword supply for royalty. Royalty, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, does it help you with haggling like at all? When you swear an iron vow to someone under the promise of payment, we'll ignore that. Um, 
add plus one and give the quest a special mark when you success. So your your quest and the special mark is the to acquire the best royalty deal possible. Yes. Um, take plus wealth equal to the rank of the quest if you leverage wealth when making a move. Okay, what's your wealth currently at? Um, I don't know. Is there a wealth chart? No. There is not. That is fine. Um, tell you what, we're just going to give you a plus one on all rolls. Sounds good. So roll to haggle. And you guys are just sliding paper back and forth. The camera can't even see. Adding zeros and whatnot. Okay, so, and what was this? This is uh, a plus one, you said, to the D6? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got a three and an eight. So uh, that's a five total. So that's a week. Okay. Um, mark three progress. Basically, as long as you don't fail, it's going to be three progress. Okay. And then if you mark a really strong hit or a match, then something really cool is going to happen. Okay. But just don't fail. So that's three progress. Next. Do it again. Yeah, do it again. And another one. Two and a one. Oh. Oh, man. Let's see what happens. I got a three. <laughs> so I technically got a strong Yeah, you did. Hit. Dice are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Mark four. Okay, so I'm at seven. Yeah. Okay. Let's go again. Oh, boy. Five. <laughs> and a one. All right, here we go. That's a six. That's another strong. I'm sorry. You have filled your progress bar. <laughs> <laughs> you filled your progress bar. Um, roll your d10s and then use a 10 as your roll. Okay, we got a for the d6. six and a seven. So it's a strong hit. And because your progress bar is your roll for this one to resolve the quest. Okay. So then the d. So now roll a d10. No, no, you just roll the 2d10s to see what your difficulty oh, oh, rating oh, is, because oh, oh, I see. theoretically, you could still get a weak hit if you roll a d10 and get a 10. I see. Right? I did not. Um, six and a seven. So yeah, it's it's been resolved. So, um, you know how you fill your vows like that in a, yeah. in a few seconds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because we're exactly. potentially near the end of some sort of, uh, you know, adventure. A podcast, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then also, like... This quest, if you're haggling, really happens in one... It doesn't happen over the course of days. It happens over a course of a couple of seconds and minutes, right? But you're feverishly sliding this paper back and forth. (laughs) Um, What people don't know is that you're just writing 20% over and over again and just sliding it back with a a steelier look in your eye. I am so determined. (laughs) Yeah. And he just gives up. He's like, whatever. You can have 20. Sweet. You wore me down. Does this guy know what haggling is? <laughs> he thought he did until he met Rufus T. Yeah, Carbuncle. Right. He's like, yeah. man, I need to haggle like this guy. He just really wants your rights. He knows that like, this is the first person that you're talking to about signing rights. He's going to take the big hit because he knows that he's going to get, you know, a lot of prestige. Return on investments. Yeah, he's going to make up in volume what he doesn't make in in profits. That's right. So, uh, with defeating the future champion, securing a royalty deal, and uh, creating Moth Batman. Um, <laughs> and getting a soul for later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I guess all of the, like, the, I, I guess I know what I was doing with all the blood that was raining. I was, I was, I was getting their souls, too. <laughs> Just collecting souls down there. Oh, my goodness. How many moth souls did you get? <laughs> <laughs> the limit does not exist. Yeah, but we oh all know she didn't gracious. get the one that mattered. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not that one. <laughs> all, all, all your moth are belong to us. Yeah. Um, so with that, uh, the last train out of the city is getting ready to depart. Nah. All aboard, cries the conductor. I grab Penny and I give her the death stare and hop on. <laughs> Penny grabs you back. Um, you board the train. You ride off into the sunset, a little bit richer and a lot closer. And you get your, you make your way back to the guild hall in Nicomoy. That concludes this episode of Fire Breathing Kittens. Joining us were Rufus. Uh, what we lacked in our organization, we made up for in um, the willpower, I suppose. <laughs> Euphemia. She's still got three rocks. <laughs> And Avarice. I mean, I uh, got some souls, scared the hell out of some people, and I got some flour that I'm going to make some very, very good bread for the prisoners back at Dengan. <laughs> <laughs> winks, at the, winks at the camera. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Welcome, it's the end of the show, and we're going to do a podcast promotion swap. If you'd like to do a podcast promotion swap with us, send us an email at firebreathingkittenspodcast at gmail. Have you heard of Guys Read Romance? Romance author Margot Radcliffe makes her guy friends read romance novels and discuss them with her. An example of a recent review is this five-star one. Quote, I love this. Keep the episodes coming, Margot and guy friends. I am absolutely hooked after just two episodes. This is such a fun premise for a romance novel podcast, and I can't wait to see where it goes. End quote. Check out the Guys Read Romance podcast.